0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of Lost in Translation Mon. I'm May. And I'm Jay. This week, we watched A New World.
1: Or The Fate of Two Worlds.
0: And we're going to discuss basically the whole adventure and any main points and, you know, talk about any, the, listen, any listener opinions and read our polls finally and stuff like that.
1: On this very special last ever episode of Lost in Translation Mon.
0: <laughs> last ever episode <laughs> until we cover Tri in like two days. Oh
1: yeah, right.
0: And then our war game. <laughs> In a week and then a few days after that we'll do the wonder special so um so
1: we have more work now that it's over
0: yeah but only because of the wonder swan one and that will only take like 30 minutes and guess what you don't have to do anything you just have to listen to me talk
1: that's that's a lot of effort believe you can me just
0: pre- you don't have to you just have to pretend you're listening like uh-huh yeah mm, millennium oh, okay. okay so like mm-hmm. every
1: other day got it cool <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay so on to obnoxious synopsis so the episode that we'll be watching this week is called "The Fate of Two Worlds" in English and "A New World" in Japanese. What, should, what do you think is going to happen in this episode?
1: So I really had my preconception about what happened because you know it's the final episode of the season. There can't be a whole lot of stuff that really goes nuts in it. Uh, they're fighting Apocalypse on and you know they're gonna they're gonna beat him, and then they're going to um, uh, the worlds are gonna go back to being whatever, and it'll be fine. But the name of the episode, actually, the specifically a discussion of a new world, is interesting. It makes me think of like um, Legend of Korra. There's a, a spoilers for that in case anyone's um, concerned. At the end of one of the seasons, the spirit world, where essentially ghosts live, and the real and the normal world combines, and there are spirits and stuff living in the in the normal world, which is weird, obviously. Um, <clears throat> So, the, that title makes me think that people are going to, I guess they are, aware that Digimon are real and they're they're a thing. Um, <clears throat> and I say that, that with a bit of surprise, because I kind of got the sense that, uh, I kind of got the sense, what's it called, how do I put this, that they would, I don't know, reel everything back, you know, they would undo everything, because... You know, it's a kid's show. Nothing can stay the same. Nothing can actually change. But uh, it sounds like they might actually change things, which is surprising. Um, That said, I don't understand how any further season of Digimon could really even have a story, (laughs) if that's the case.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know, I find it confusing. Uh, they're definitely be a popular one though that's not even a question. I don't know exactly how they do it. I would want them to introduce more evolutions, but they can't because it's the last episode. there's no new digimon name in the title
0: well if they if if like hypothetically it was all of them, then that would be a really long title. So why bother putting all small six of them who haven't reached ultimate yet to but in a title when you can just like not do all, all eight all six of them.
1: That was good English. Um I I don't think that they will. I, I think that the Trump card is, you know, Holy Angemon, etc. You you can't you can't have just beat the you know, not the Elite Four, uh, the Dark Masters with Holy Angemon and then the very last episode it's like surprise. Joe was the main character the whole time hmm. and his evolution is the one that mattered. You can't just pull that out of nowhere, right?
0: Well, he did mention... Joe did mention him wanting Gomamon to reach Ultimate.
1: Yeah, he wants him to. They sure, They all should want them to. Doesn't mean they will. Right. And I doubt that they will.
0: So, do you think they'll go home or they'll stay in the digital world?
1: They'll go home. Um, And, again, I got a small spoiler through one of the questions that people asked us. But uh, I understand... That they each get little epilogue segments.
0: What question was that?
1: Someone asked a question. They said, "Which one's our favorite epilogue segment?" And I go, and I went to myself. There are epilogue segments.
0: Yeah, people should probably be better at not spoiling things. Like, as I said, if you re- if you really want to write something that could be a potential spoiler, to email us. And having the subject line spoilers. So yeah. then so then because I've watched it all, I don't care. But since Jay is completely new to this one like one hundred percent he had, maybe you've seen some but not enough to remember. Um so yeah, this is basically all new to him. Basically only discuss things that we've seen. And if you do want to write something that spoilers, it's probably best to put it on to put in Gmail with spoilers in the subject thing, Or I guess with the will. Maybe that that, but Jay also has been on with the wall in the past. So yeah, safest is Gmail.
1: Yeah, if you have really anything that has to do with... Uh, if you've sent anything in Tumblr, I'm going to see it. And if it has spoilers in it, I'm going to get spoiled as a result. Yeah. So be careful, you know, ideally. That'd be super nice.
0: Uh, so presuming that there are epilogue segments, how f- how like far in the future, or whatever do you think it will be?
1: What do you mean? Oh. um, I think... Okay, well, the question is, how far is O2 in the future?
0: Well, the year is in the title, so I guess that's not a spoiler.
1: Oh, is it 2002? Is that what that means?
0: Yes, 02 means 02. Oh, I thought they were just being
1: dumb and digital, and just it was called O2 because they felt like it.
0: No, it's set in two thousand two, but it's I, also at
1: season two. I didn't know that. That's cool. All right, that explains a lot. Uh, in that case, what year is this? Is this in? I forget. Nineteen ninety
0: nine.
1: Okay, so two years probably. Actually, yeah, it should be two years or so, two or three years, but at the same time. So do you think
0: before Zero Two or just as Zero Two starts, do you think it's going to lead into Zero Two?
1: No, I I think that we can't assume that when anything is written in Digimon, that they have anything in the future in mind. That would be ridiculous. Um, It's most likely that it's going to feel very final and that if you ended it there, it would be done. I don't expect any uh, hanging loose ends.
0: Except for the loose ends that they've left hanging.
1: Oh, except for like the plot holes and stuff, sure. But I mean, I expect it to not be like, well, next time Digimon—it's not going to be, you know, at the end of a James Bond movie, uh, James Bond will return. There's no Digimon will return at the end of.
0: Yeah, Taichi will return in Digimon Adventure Zero (laughs) Two. In
1: sixteen years.
0: Yeah, Taichi will return in Digimon Adventure Try.
1: Why is it called Try? Actually, it's not the, it's the third, third one. one.
0: Yes, it is. is. It? Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure Zero Two, Digimon Adventure Try.
1: Okay, okay, so it is Adventure Zero Two. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean that like tamers and stuff is not canon?
0: I'm not saying it's not canon. I'm just saying that it's, it hasn't got adventure in the title.
1: Does it mean it's not canon?
0: <laughs> well, this isn't a spoiler because you already know. But the One games features a character who is in. Zero both zero two and in Tamers.
1: Okay. Well, yep. so they are canon. Yep. Alright. Uh I'm trying to figure out how they beat apocalypse on in this episode, and the only answer I can figure out is when they came back from being straight up dead, they just are stronger now and they'll just beat him in a fight. Which would be crazy lame, but it's what I expect will happen.
0: And do you think, so no, you, you don't think there'll be any evolutions, or just want... No, just want I mean, to they'll,
1: they'll obviously evolve to whatever, to but only to their ultimate well, they've, or whatever. they've
0: already evolved in the last episode. Yeah,
1: no new ones. Right. It would be really hype if they all evolved to new things, but it would feel really out of place. Like, you know what we all... And also, also because, wouldn't that mean that Angemon would have to evolve again? No,
0: they're... they're, they're... All evolve to What do you mean again?
1: No, because the... they'd all have to warp Digivolve to be good.
0: Well, they don't have they can Digivolve from perfect to ultimate. We just haven't seen it happen in this season.
1: What no they can't. You have to warp Digivolves to do that. In fact, we've shown that you cannot go from perfect to ultimate.
0: No, they've been damaged enough that they had to become child again. But no, we no, have we, we no. just there we is just... a fight in yeah? which
1: Gurumon is He's evolved to to whatever it is, and then he goes, Okay, this isn't good enough. D evolves to Garbimon, then Warb Digivolves. evolves.
0: Well I know in another part there is a digivolution from perfect to ultimate.
1: Okay, but that's not in the season, that never happens.
0: Well, I'm not saying if it's not the season or not. It, I'm saying Well, it,
1: what, it could either be in this episode or never.
0: Okay, I meant like this season as in adventure. Adventure on the whole. Adventure
1: isn't the se- <laughs> What?
0: what? <laughs> Yeah, but it, it means it does it will ha- it, it like can happen.
1: Sure, but that's not in this show and I can only go with what I've seen.
0: Okay, good point. Yeah, I, I I know I know that it does happen, that it is possible.
1: Sure, I'll take your word for it.
0: So, do you think it'll be focused Shouldn't on anyone particular or do you think it'll be focused on all of them? It'll it'll
1: focus on I guess Tai right at the end. And I say that not because I think that's what the um what the Japanese would do, but because that's necessarily how the uh the English would go where they they end with his uh what's it called his like narration wrapping everything up most likely
0: yep anything else you want to say to add?
1: um no i think that's about everything the titles aren't really helpful
0: so i guess we'll see what happens in the episode then
1: i guess we will
0: this week we have some Digi news, and it's like by the time this is out, you would have you would definitely already know this, and you've probably already seen it. But Digimon Adventure Try is coming out on Crunchyroll 7 a.m. PST on Friday, November 20th, in the following regions: United States, Canada, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and Latin America. So yeah, it's uh, going to have try in four segments so it's going to be four episodes so yeah but it's a movie yeah it's it's a movie but it's going to be separated into like the four segments
1: and it's the first of six movies yeah that's a hell of a release schedule
0: yeah oh um and another piece of digi news is the tamer the second movie is set to be released in spring next year so that's our autumn so that's like march or something march april area so that's not an entire, that's not a huge wait. So that's not too bad, and hopefully we'll get that on Crunchyroll as well. We get lots of news from VTamer. Pretty exciting. We we don't have to wait an entire year for the next one. Though last time they said coming in spring, they really meant coming at the end of that year, because a try was meant to come out spring this year, so several months ago.
1: Hey, Persona 5 was meant to come out in October.
0: It did in America, didn't it? No. No, No. no, no, no start dancing all night. Yep. Yeah, well, it must be a good game then. I mean, I, I have faith in Persona. Hey, it's May from what I'm editing. I meant V-Jump, not V-Tamer. And part two, Determination, is coming out April 2nd. Now, I want to call this Pod Digi News because it's news about the podcast, but that also sounds a bit too much like PodDigis. Like, a few days ago, we set up a Patreon. So, if you want to give us money every month, we can give you things. Unfortunately, at this present moment in time, we can't give you any physical objects. like Merchandise you know, is
1: really hard to make.
0: And also... Because we live in Australia, the shipping might be quite expensive, so it may not be worth it. Also, things might get lost, and I wouldn't want that to happen. So, yeah. So, nothing physical, but we do have some pretty cool – well, I think they're cool because I come up with them. <laughs> like, early rewards, like, well, the higher-tier rewards are, like, things like, well, thank you at the end of the episode, or we'll give you our obnoxious synopsis notes. you we'll the lower-tier we'll rewards? Notes. Yeah, that's what I meant.
1: So, the higher-tier rewards, though.
0: Yeah, the high tier rewards are things like um, you give us a favourite scene from Digimon that we've already seen and uh, we'll act it out for you.
1: It'll be really embarrassing.
0: And um, that I'll be in cosplay. Like, if, if it's a character that I have a cosplay of. I but, uh, not. But this is, like... I'll be dressed th- th- as Totoro
1: th- the whole time.
0: Well, yeah, that could happen. But, uh, yeah, that's a quite higher tier reward. Yeah, and then we have another one. None of one of our higher tier rewards is uh, Jay will write you a short, approximately a 1,000-word story, and uh, these can be continued in following months, or you can get a new story every month.
1: Always remember that May said that she came up with all of these.
0: <laughs> well, you agreed to them.
1: Only after the fact. <laughs> I did and, not volunteer this.
0: And uh, there, yeah, we have you can get like raw episodes early for some of the lower ones. And uh, milestones are like YouTube channel with like let's plays and stuff. I and one of the seventy of uh, seven, our milestone goal for seventy dollars a month is is the start of a YouTube channel with just like Digimon toy comparisons and maybe things about the card game as well, like all the different Digimon card games. And when we make that... If, if we make that milestone, we'll play the Digimon Adventure Ultimate board game and we'll get some friends in or maybe my mum or something. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, you guys will... You will play it and I'll complain.
0: Yeah. But the, uh, the Digimon and Digimon-like games, Let's Plays, which is the next one, it's... Um, I'd be quite uh, interested in looking for... Like, I'm quite looking forward to the potential of that happening because also, like when this podcast is finished because we've covered all the episodes it'll be nice to still produce content for everyone and also like to celebrate making that milestone um i will scan and upload the bad self-insert fan fiction that i wrote in year seven history class
1: i've read it it's really bad
0: yep so well the the grammar like spelling's not terrible
1: your handwriting sucks though
0: yeah my handwriting still sucks (laughs) And, you know, other milestones involve, like, us having a more prote- a, a more professional website um, with a domain and upgrading our software and hardware. So, yeah, um, if you want to check that out, you can. It would be really cool. We'd appreciate it. You don't have to. It would be cool if you did. We'd like to make more content for everyone. We'd like to have a bit of fun with the rewards. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll link that in the show notes. We have one Patreon... Uh, pa- Patreon... Everyone's saying patron, patron. patrons, yeah, we have one patron at the moment, and it's Stephen Padamon. So yay, Stephen Padamon! <laughs> thank Very you. Very happy. Yeah, like I went to bed just after I set it up because I set it up quite late at night, and I woke up and I got an email saying you have a patron. And I was like, wow, that was fast. So yeah, it was a really good start to my day.
1: So yeah, thank you, and if you guys want to help us out, you help us build the podcast, that'd be great. Yeah. It's a labor of love. I think it's on the on the page, but
0: labor of love for me, yes. labor something else for Jay. <laughs>
1: But uh, it is, it's is—it's still time and effort. We, we do enjoy it. I do enjoy making media with you, even despite the you know, the context.
0: Mm. Well, you uh. wrote some pretty cute notes this week that I flicked through.
1: Yes, I did.
0: That, uh, as is another one of the rewards for patrons, you get to see our episode notes as well as the uh, obnoxious synopsis notes. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see a little bit of stuff, or if you want to give something, it's up to you guys. Be cool mm. if you did.
1: We've definitely spent too much time on this now. Let's, we can continue.
0: Yeah, we'll stop plugging ourselves.
1: The very first thing we have is an email from Edgar, and uh, they say that I was saying in the last episodes a lot of uh, the puns that were coming up are lost due to the nature of speech. Uh, and they say that language can't just be automatically translated, plugging in corresponding words. When I said the bases are loaded, makes no sense when translated directly in most languages. Um, in fact, we've demonstrated some phrases don't even translate in the same language. So yeah, what I'm, it yeah, bases loaded doesn't, doesn't translate directly. But even if you tried to explain that to somebody, the because it, it's bases loaded and we're gonna get the dominoes to fall, or there was a mixed metaphor of some description. So when you try to explain bases loaded to somebody who doesn't understand English very well, or doesn't understand baseball, you go, okay, this is what that means. But in that episode, you had to explain what it means and then say, but the joke is that it's from a different sport where this is also a thing. Uh, I just mentioned that it's much more complex than the normal translation of puns over, or at least trying to explain what's going on. Like when the Japanese, when you get these little translation notes to explain, like, why. Padamon is dressed like a sumo referee and is do- doing the whole speech. Sometimes that happens. Or you'll get an explanation of why Mimi and ears is a funny pun.
0: I think that was funny.
1: I-, I wouldn't have known. Apparently, in Japanese fiction, characters have verbal tics that are odd endings to their speech, like Deramon has. It must be a trope. I don't. Oh, it's a literary construct um, that where writers take real or imagined dialects and use them to communicate certain things like age, gender, status meowthiness Mm. uh there are still a lot of regional variations in modern japanese um in fact there are at least two other language families in japan okinawan and ainu that affected regions japanese that's really in-depth and we appreciate that analysis but i'm not well studied on this enough
0: there's also the kansai dialect which have the best best phrase ever which i learned when i was in osaka which is which basically means like what the f-
1: <laughs> who's gandalf, is that gandalf?
0: Gen-I? Ga- isn't is gandalf from lord of the rings
1: yeah but it's mentioned in this email here and i'm trying to figure yeah,
0: out because it's in the cons- in the topic of verbal tics he talks ha- about how gandalf talks in old man talk
1: what's old man talk
0: it's uh gen uses it too in the japanese version it's just a different way of speaking in japanese
1: okay um and they say that Jeff Nemoy and Leonard Nemoy are in- indeed related. They're second cousins, are the most mysterious of cousins. And uh their only other Digimon question is uh they ask uh, how do you treat the di- um Digimon the Digimon noun as a mass noun a la Pokemon or accountable like Metabots?
0: It's Digimons. This is canon. It was it's in uh Digimon Cross Wars.
1: Oh is it? That's cool.
0: They add they add Z to the end of things. Like <laughs> pick pick one Pikmon, two Pikmons
1: um, my, the one I always have in my head, I say it's a single Digimon and then it's multiple Digmons.
0: <laughs>
1: that's always how it comes out.
0: But I think that when you're talking about the actual monsters Digimon, I think it's just Digimon. But I think if you're talking about like a certain Digimon, like one Agumon, two Agamons, it adds a Z to it. Mm. Or at least that's what, um, Cross Wars has led me to believe.
1: Maybe, but then again, they don't really spell cross correctly either
0: that's how you spell cross in, uh, in in anime.
1: No, it's not. You spell cross in an anime with, just with an X. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. Oh yeah, like cross Tekken.
1: Yeah, so they misspell it both in Japanese X and Rose. English.
0: Cross ross. <laughs> yeah, it's cross ross. Cross
1: ross. Rose. <laughs> cross ross wars.
0: Mary cross ross. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, and then John Summers also sent us an email on the topic. I thought but... you
0: were gonna. Say, I legitimately thought you were gonna say John Cena for a second.
1: John Summers.
0: I'm sorry, John Summers, please continue.
1: Uh, on the subject of apocalymon uh he does like his original Japanese version, uh, while I questioned uh, just what exactly he was trying to accomplish, or his motivation, because it's a mystery, um, uh, John Summers believes that his actions are motivated by jealousy and pettiness. Apocalypse, Apocalypse life, that's a really annoying name to say, uh, has been utterly miserable and um, his thought process was, if my life has been nothing but misery, yours will be too. However, uh, John Summers does agree that the English dub version of him is awful, and that it's essentially a parody of Apocalypse on, Um and it's something you'd see in a gag dub. That's a, that's a good point. That seems like something you'd see in an abridged series, mm-hmm. this character yelling into the sky about how much he wants pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about this interpretation, that it's primarily pettiness, is really weird because... Apocalymon says that he's well intentioned. he's not like this weird blind hate ball. he said he wants to be nice, he wants to get along, so the implication I always got and it was never clear, but it was it sounded to me like he has to kill the kids to be free in some way. Mm. but it's always weird that they like, obviously cooperation was never in his mind to begin with but if if killing them was the if he was trying to get free, he really should have talked to them. But there's nothing about what he's doing that would presume he would become free in any way. And if it is all spite, then he would never have had claimed to have been nice in the first place. Or that he wanted to be nice to the kids. He would have said, I need to do this, and I'm killing you now. And then uh, they link to a Tumblr post in which they there's a very in-depth explanation. It takes a little while to read, a bit longer to understand, about how Apocalypse One was arguably foreshadowed throughout the series. Um, which I think would be really interesting if we hadn't established that there were different writers on different arcs who probably didn't communicate with each other at all. So we know that they weren't foreshadowing the end because they didn't know the end until the last arc happened. Am I right?
0: Um, I know, like, I I briefly read through the post and I guess it had some like, interesting points. and Maybe they did communicate a bit with each other just because it's got... They have different writers doesn't mean that they didn't communicate.
1: I don't know. I feel like the guys who wrote the Vandamon arc were probably in a scummy basement somewhere while everyone else was on holiday. And then they finished their arc and they were told to go home while the real writers got back.
0: Hey the no, the Phantom monarch Arc was good. It had like one of the best episodes in the season.
1: Despite the villain. Yeah. Like, that's the best you can say about Vandermonark is that he didn't totally ruin it. He
0: tried. He tried he gave, really he hard. He gave it a really good go.
1: <laughs> he gave it a good college try.
0: He gave it the red hot go. <laughs>
1: so we got, um, from Jake, sent us a message on Facebook that says, uh, the way they saw the battle with Apoclymon, uh, he thought that Pokemon had actually killed them and the space they went to is where everyone in the digital world uh, who dies ends up before being turned into eggs again but thanks to the power of their crests they were able to come back to life. Um although they've established that the power of the crests, I say in air quotes, is actually like essentially snake oil. It's nothing. It's just a feeling that they have. It's it's just friendship altogether. It's
0: all of their crests.
1: It is. And it's they all have it. But it's not the power of the crest that does it. It's and just a personal realization.
0: I'm still not one hundred percent on how they came back.
1: And you've like, seen the show like sixteen times.
0: Yeah, but like now I'm actually thinking about it. Like I didn't quite get why they came back. I got that like, you know, they didn't need the crest the whole the whole time, but what made them like become real That's Again. a
1: really good question that the show never tells you.
0: Maybe it does in the novels. It probably does in the novels. It says everything in the novels. They're apparently. legitimately
1: killed. They're dead. They yeah. got dissolved, and if he could do that, then they're just dead. But then, yeah, they just come back because they had a personal realization and some flashbacks. Because those are really powerful in cartoons. Mm. Uh, you've ever seen someone losing, and then they remember their mother, and all of a sudden they win. It's Power magic. of cartoons.
0: Yeah. And finally, script.
1: Uh, Adventure Hearts on Twitter says that um. Hiroaki, um, uh, which is Yamato's dad, knowing that Digimon is only a dub, so he can't have been one of the original chosen children.
0: And, I still want him to be, though.
1: Yeah, I feel like he would have been clearer the moment the Digimon came up. He's like, okay, son, here's the deal. But he never really did that, and that's incredibly irresponsible.
0: On to the tumblers. Sure. Our first tumblers is from Anonymous. I think they're all from Anonymous this week. They are. Anyway. So First Anonymous says, I think when the children become data, they don't die because every Digimon that's deleted goes to the village of beginnings to start again. So there must have been an in-between state. And yeah, I, I pretty agree, pretty much agree with that. It seemed more of like a purgatorial limbo kind of thing.
1: I disagree because of the way they died. Anyone else who's ever died has exploded into tiny, like basically into a
0: mist. Um, no, 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 I have to disagree with that. Devimon and Anjumon, when they died, they were dissolved slowly from the feet up.
1: Yes, but Anjumon never actually really died.
0: Yes, but Devimon did.
1: Uh, so, not, I think his his egg probably fell to the side, like, um, like uh, what's his name? Like Tailmon, to then hatch into the Devil Ball. That would make the most sense.
0: See, I just thought he would, like, he because his egg didn't have a place to go, it went to the village of beginnings. So the fact that they are in this limbo sort of Makes sense, because there's no village of beginnings at this point, because it has been destroyed.
1: Well, shouldn't they have seen Liam on there, then? And everyone else?
0: Well, they've gone somewhere else, maybe. Maybe this is just where the uh the Digi go. But yeah. Oh. So, I, yeah, I, I, I agree that it's sort of like an in-between limbo, sort of purgatory state.
1: But wouldn't Apocalypse one have known that, and, like... Not bothered, um, and killed them more violently.
0: Maybe he didn't know.
1: Also, if he could just dissolve them from the beginning, why didn't he just do that?
0: Um, because it's in the script for him not to.
1: And better question: when they come back, why doesn't he just dissolve them again?
0: I think he tries to, but for some reason they're strong now and nothing. And like the same attack that they tried before doesn't work. Like well, he, doesn't, he can't evolve them anymore.
1: He doesn't try to de-evolve them.
0: No, he uses the claw which they grabbed them to de-evolve de- last time. He tries to do that, and then they just destroy the claw. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. So, like he, I think he tries to.
1: He, he should be able to dissolve the kids, though. It's not like they became any really stronger.
0: I think, though, they that the kids had also fallen into, like, a slight despair. Like, they were kind of like, <laughs> we have no hope, so maybe they were vulnerable because their crests were just destroyed. And now they came back, and they were all like, you know, as they said in the dub, where the new and improved, did destined?
1: Okay. Even if I'm going to take any of that on board, the show didn't say any of that.
0: Yeah. But they also... Sort of, you'd think at least Empire? Izzy
1: would be like, why aren't we dead? <laughs>
0: According to my calculations, we, we are like Marco Polo.
1: Or any given famous explorer.
0: Marco Polo. Uh, anyway. Um, the next Anonymous says, I think Hikari's role would have worked better if she remained the spooky little sister with a sixth sense, rather than being the eighth chosen child with Jesus light powers. <laughs> but then again, the group needed one more girl, and she was a great companion to TK. Even though she acted ten years much more mature than him. As for them turning into data, I don't think they died because usually the Digimon who die, um, the data seems to get sent to Beginner's Village. They may die; if their data was scattered away. So yeah, as I said before, like there was no um, village of beginnings at this point. So.
1: But that, doesn't that imply that there is a storage facility somewhere for data that hasn't made it yet? But yeah, if so the it, digital world is destroyed, where would it be stored?
0: In that sort of limbo place.
1: But why wasn't that destroyed as well? Isn't that part of the universe?
0: Didn't I think general say that, like, that that darkness bit wasn't part of the digital world technically or something? Yeah, you
1: know, general Genai knows a lot of stuff that he never tells anybody and is completely yeah. useless.
0: And he also doesn't know a lot of stuff that he should know.
1: But he also knew from the very beginning that the kids would win and didn't tell them.
0: Well... You'd want them to win. Like I knew they were going to win from the start. No,
1: but he there was a prophecy and it said they're going to win and There's he didn't tell There's always a prophecy. But every prophecy only comes true the mo. Every prophecy is only revealed to the kids the moment it comes true.
0: Yeah, it's in the script that way. It's
1: exactly like me saying you just you were going to say it's in the script.
0: But that that's just because that's what I've been saying the whole season. So.
1: If I just I could I could write down all the words you said in this entire podcast then and, sh- and then date them yesterday and then say look at this prophecy and you'd say oh my god you can see the future because you told me what's happening as it's happening I'm really impressed
0: Next anonon uh says do you think Jedi could have been more helpful to the children's yes. rap series yes <laughs> well he's also given the reason of that little ball being put into his back
1: they never explain like- what that is though Yes but, be anything.
0: yes, but shh. Yes, but
1: It could have just given him arthritis.
0: I'm putting in the script that that's what happened.
1: <laughs> you don't have the script. Jeff Nimoy has it.
0: I'm going to get in contact with Jeff Nimoy and tell him it's in the script now. You
1: should call him and ask.
0: I'll tweet at him. I'll say, Jeff Nimoy, I'm rewriting your script. What's
1: the black thing in his back?
0: Well, he I don't think he would know because like the, the original Japanese writers would know.
1: Yeah, but maybe he talked to them.
0: Maybe I'll try tweeting at him one time <laughs> or something. Anyway, uh, so this anonymous goes on to say, "Also, what if the good Digimon of File Island, like Leomon and Meramon, were the chosen Digimon for the kids? How would the pair? Um, how would the pairings work? And do you think they would have worked well? For instance, Leomon would have been Tai Chi's, would be TK's, etc."
1: This is really complicated, actually. So
0: I actually thought of like straight away. I thought, "What if it was the Digimon that they, the black eared Digimon, that they fought?" that were linked up. Obviously, Taichi and Yamato didn't fight black geared Digimon. They just fought Angry Ones. So I think I'm just going to go with Taichi having Leomon. And because I What's, guess it's sort was, of... Was um,
1: Frigidimon yeah. not black Yeah,
0: but that was... I'm talking about the original Black... Like, Digivolve to champion. Um, right, yes. Champion. Yep. Um, anyway, so in the sort of yin and, yin and yang um, way with Yamato and Taichi, if Taichi has Leomon, Yamato would have Ogamon.
1: That'd be so lame. Like, that's a terrible pairing. Uh,
0: like, it would and, make it
1: makes sense, but god, it would suck.
0: Um, I kind of always liked... I mean, I guess TK having Elecmon would be, like, kind of cute, but, like, I also kind of want Demi-Devimon to be his alternate <laughs> partner, because, like, or, like, evil Dark Patamon, which is named Sukaimon, it's like Purple Patamon. I think it's one of the potential evolutions to Devimon. But Pico-Devimon, like, yeah, why not? Um, Matt should
1: have a Kawagamon and then never be able to talk to it because it's feral.
0: Huh. I'm sure. No, there are smart Kawagamons. Nope, we just haven't made but met he, would yet. Have
1: a, he would have a feral one. Oh, okay. I just want um, him to suffer. Leave me alone.
0: So then the other. Then we go on to the bits of the season where the Digimon first got to adult form and they fall Black Eared Digimon. So we have. Biomon was with Meramon. So I guess Sora could have Meramon. They're both on fire. Why not? Um. Izzy would have Andromon. That makes sense. Robots with a nerd. That makes sense. Mimi has Monzaemon. That's that's a good pairing. Mm. Because also Mimi and Tri has Monzaemon attached. Like a little Monzaemon phone charm. That's really cute.
1: It was always meant to be.
0: Um. And then there's Joe. It's kind of like that doesn't really fit with Unimon. I don't know. I just couldn't really see him riding a, a Unimon. So I guess... Maybe, maybe Joe can have a Lekmon, because Lekmon's pretty caring.
1: that's no, a bit weird.
0: Who do you think would um? What, what other partners do you think you, they they could be?
1: I'll vote for the Devil Ball. That works out.
0: Yeah, well, I have the um that figure of TK, and instead of Patamon being on his head, I have Devimon, and I'm, I'm a pick a Devimon, and he's smiling. So
1: yeah, I don't have a lot of opinions about this because I would have had to been told in advance. Mostly, I'm running on well, you had basic it in advance. Feelings. You have Tumblr. Yeah, but I don't always read them.
0: Oh, okay. Assume that well, I do read them sp- if you send them. Only only when they have spoilers.
1: Yeah, always assume that I will read them. Yeah. When you send them, assume because of spoilers, but I might not.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty boring. I just put them up with the Digimon their face before. I guess Frigimon with Matt would help. Like, they're both, like, cold, cold. and cool people. No, they're
1: just cold. They're just cold.
0: Maybe um, Moyamon with Taichi, because they both have intense hair.
1: Yeah, the thing is the reason that they were put against them to begin with is that they kind of are thematic of their character. Mm. So it kind of makes sense that they would be paired together in the future.
0: Except for Shelmon and Ty. Yeah.
1: Because
0: they both have intense hair.
1: Yeah, you could say that. Shelmon's evolutions would be really weird.
0: Okay, next, Anonymon says, "Prodigious recently answered a question about how long it takes them to watch the episodes and set up the episodes, record, edit, and upload. And I'd be interested to know how long it takes this podcast.
1: I'd be interested so, to know how long it takes them.
0: Yeah, so, like, um, Jeff listens to it, like, three times and does different things each time. Like, he ha- they they have a very intensive, like, show notes. Like, it's much more in-depth analysis just because I just sort of list the things that we discuss and link to them. They, like, have, like, bits where you click on that and it goes to that time in the Episode, it's it's quite intense. Like it doesn't take um me that long to edit because I do less stuff, obviously. Um, I'd like to maybe one day go through that much effort and do that much, but uh, yeah. So that I, I listened to that episode uh, this morning as well, and I found it really interesting to hear how other podcasts do their stuff because you know it's it's it can be different processes for different people. So watch watching the episodes. I think Jay just watches them and takes notes at the same time, don't
1: you? I do. I used to, um, what I, for a couple of weeks, what I would do is I would play a minute of a minute of English, and then in a different media play I'd play a minute of the Japanese, a minute of English, and go that way. But that was so slow. No
0: wonder you. No wonder you hated the early episodes.
1: Oh, it was so slow. Um, no, also because those early episodes were really bad.
0: Yeah. Well, I think. That didn't, the way that you watched it didn't help.
1: Yeah, well, it was it was a couple episodes in, I started that, and then I very quickly stopped doing it. But it was, um, something that I definitely still did for some reason. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I basically just straight up watch them, and I make notes during, sometimes I pause, so I assume an additional like 20 minutes or something. So it takes just under two hours to watch the shows. Hmm. See,
0: I, um,. I watch them in Japanese and, like, I take notes during that. Like, maybe I'll, if I really get into depth of, of, like, typing what's going on, I'll pause the episode and just, like, finish typing and then I'll resume it. Um, and then for the English one, I'll note any differences. I might have the Japanese one, like, up somewhere else, like, on my laptop. And then I'll pause and I'll rewatch in Japanese just to make sure, like, was that a huge difference? Like, what what did they say in this version? Um... If there's a funny line, I'll also pause and I'll get the episode up on my computer and I'll get the clip or I'll get, like, a screenshot and then I'll post it somewhere or, you know, if I make the clip, I'll save it in a name that I know and I'll make a note that was like, this is a funny line, I liked that. Um, Yeah, so it probably takes me, to watch the episodes, probably takes me about three to four hours, I guess, maybe. Depends on how many, like, stopping and starting I do, how intense my notes are, stuff like that. And then we record usually for maybe two to three hours. Would you say that's... That's probably point? accurate. Yeah, like sometimes like, Jay will have to go away because like, someone will be talking to him and there'll just be silence. Um, but of course, since we have someone who's going to be listening to this Raw, I spoke during it and I sang and I read my Twitter feed and my Facebook feed. Oh, it I, did, trending. I
1: didn't listen to the Raw, Jesus. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that now. If Jay has to go away, so it was very boring. I'm I'm a very boring person. Um, and also just me typing until I realized that I should probably entertain the person who's listening to the raw. <laughs> yeah, if you too want to listen to me attempt to make conversation with myself, um, you can also become a page a patron supporter.
1: You finally did it. Pa- you
0: finally page finally did it. Pa- page 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 page. Pa- it should be called like patron, but it should be like with a Y, so it's patron.
1: No, it really shouldn't.
0: Um, well, no, I thought that was anyway. So for like ten dollars or more a month, you can get the raws. Um, I'm gonna stop plugging it now, though. <laughs> yeah, just just so you know. Um, yeah. So and then editing the podcast, basically, like we record on a Friday, like a Friday night after work, and then I will edit. Saturday from the time I wake up. Like, I'll um, exercise and I'll go for, like, a walk and I'll have breakfast. So, like, the time from the time to I wake up, wake up until, like, I guess mid-afternoon, sometime early evening. Depends how much editing there is and how big the episode is. So, it basically takes up my Saturday. And that's fine. I, I like it. And I upload it straight away. Uploading takes... Depends how good the internet is and de- it depends how big the episode is. Less than an hour, I'd say. May- maybe more if you include, like, converting to mp3.
1: So what you guys can all take away from this is that May puts in way more effort than I do.
0: Well, that's fine. Like, I edit. And, like, sometimes I'll send through, like, the um, episode logo or the description and I'll say, what, what do you think of this? And Jay will pr- proofread it because I-, I tend to write things very stream of consciousness and it makes no sense. But it makes sense to me, but not to anyone else. And, uh, yeah. So Jay will read it. And he'll go, that makes no sense. And I'll be like, fix it for me. And he will. Um, next Anonymon says, I really wanted to thank you two for making this podcast, especially Jay, who's remained committed to watching Digimon not only once, but twice to see both the original version and the dub.
1: Right, right, there's the effort I put in, of course.
0: It's called Tolerance. Yeah, it was always like a big thing that you didn't want to do, and you've always said that you hated Digimon, having not watching it. I think that doing this podcast has slightly made you you change your opinion, slightly. Um, So they go on to say, I've been really looking forward to new episodes lately, and I'm super excited for when you cover Zero Two. You two are constantly giving me new perspectives of the series, and I'm happy you guys take the time to make each episode. Thank you for making such a great podcast. Thank you. So usually, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't, if if there was something that said, I I like the podcast, I would usually leave that bit out, but that made me really happy. Like, also, I think it's good that people tell Jay how much we appreciate him that he's doing this for us.
1: It's the fuel that keeps me going.
0: The next anonymous says, I was wondering if it would be possible to get both of your opinions more often of some of the Digimon designs that don't appear in, in any of the anime. Two Digimon, in particular, I want to ask you about, are Devimon's rookie and ultimate forms, Sukaimon and Neo-Devimon. I've actually been meaning to ask about them since I first found your podcast, but wanted to wait until after Magna Angemon appeared, so you can maybe compare them to the Patamon line. I also wanted to know how you both would feel about the Myotismon arc if Myotismon's henchmen would Sukaimon instead of Demi-Devimon. Thanks in advance for answering. So, as I said earlier, uh, Sukaimon is a purple Patamon.
1: So let's be totally honest here, if Tsukaimon was Vamdemon's henchman, everything that happened with TK would have made way, way, way more sense. Because mm. it made... It... Devil Ball just looks really evil, but if you put like this cute little thing in front of TK that looks just like the thing he's been trusting before, then you can understand why he'd make a mistake.
0: Yeah, I think maybe that's why he wasn't put in as the, dem- the Demi Devimon character because otherwise, like, people may get them confused too much or yeah, maybe think Hanuman's evil. The um,
1: Americans would never follow it.
0: I have a feeling that Tsukai means something like mes- messenger or follower or something. Um, I think. And I'll look it up. Uh, from Tsukai meaning messenger and Tsukai meaning familiar spirit. Yeah, it's basically, like, I sent you a, a picture of um, both Neo-Devimon and tsukai Neo-Devimon looks really cool, by the way. And I think I would have actually preferred Neo-Devimon to Myodosmon, because he's just creepier looking.
1: He kind of has a um, a Venom-Myodosmon kind of look to him. Mm. And I think I think what I would have liked is, like, Tsukaimon being around the kids in the same way that Devil Ball was, but never, like, reporting in,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then... He like warped Digivolves to this thing.
0: Also, his ult- his ultimate level is Neo Vandamon and he looks really scary.
1: Wait, that's what's above Neo Devimon?
0: I just sent it. No, I it to you. It's uh Neo Vandamon. It-
1: and that's that's Venom Vandamon's next thing.
0: No, it's uh Neo Devimon's next thing.
1: God, that makes no sense. Although, he looks pretty cool. Besides his weird, weird noodle arms.
0: I think it's scary. I like it.
1: Oh shit! Weird noodle arms. What's the one with the tail? What? I don't a Neo Vandemon Darkness mode. I have no idea what that is. Anyway, moving ah, on. Ah, so he's
0: from the Digimon Heroes game and the Cross that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I I use him. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> uh so yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was it for post one pat, but we're going to go on to I will show you Digiworld. Not entirely sure if you've seen, but it's King Atemon.
1: What? What? Um I'm, I'm excited. I really hope this doesn't disappoint me at all. Oh my god.
0: Yep. (laughs) I want that thing so bad. Would that be your Digimon? Have you finally found your Digimon? Why doesn't
1: he have a a, a teddy bear?
0: Oh, he doesn't. But he has a a
1: wrestling belt.
0: He has the Crest of Courage on his belt.
1: Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. I love it.
0: I thought Gundramon was the coolest thing ever.
1: They're very different kinds of cool.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have a teddy bear on his belt.
1: You can't have a uh, you can't have a beer with Gundramon. <laughs> Holy sh! Etamon Chaos is actually the name of when he's um attached to all the stuff.
0: Oh, the when he's a big ball.
1: Yeah, actually looking at the um. What? <laughs> So you look at the previous form it was once called Meteor Mon, and it's just like white little golem thing. And then you look at the previous one, Icemon, it's the same golem, just smaller. <laughs> How does and then it's Gatsumon? How does he turn into Enamon? That's so weird. Good
0: point. Digimon rules, I guess.
1: Uh, multiple evolution paths is the worst thing ever.
0: Well, it was explained in this episode for the first time that they've actually addressed multiple evolution paths.
1: Also, um, Metal Edamon does not have an evolution path from Edamon directly. He must be combined with the Dark Network first. <laughs> uh, oh, and Ogamon to the Edamon. That's insane. Yep. And so does the Poop Monster. Yep. That explains a lot. <laughs> wow, what a mess.
0: So which Edamon do you prefer?
1: <laughs> the one that evolved from the Poop Monster.
0: No, I mean like King Edamon, Metal Edamon, yeah, Edamon? Yeah, the King one. Yeah. Easily. I like the description on the Digimon wiki because he says he's snazzly dressed in its monkey suit.
1: Ah, uh, snazzly.
0: Oh, it has engraved with the characters for Great King, which is Daio. Daio? Yeah, Daio.
1: Okay, so that you know what, let's, let's all pretend that King Edamon was all you had to show me because that was the best.
0: So that was suggested by Jake on, uh, on Facebook. He sent us a message. So yay, thank you. I like I I Will Show You DigiWorld. It gives great reactions like what Jay just had to see King Edamon. Because <laughs> I thought maybe he's seen it before because, like, I've seen it around a lot, so I get things and new things. It's good.
1: I basically know nothing. It's great.
0: And that's why we do this podcast. Essentially. So if you want to send us any messages, and remember, Wes, we're doing our war game next week, and we're going to cover Try this weekend, and then we're going to cover Wonders- the Wonderspawn games before we cover Zero Two. So maybe you have some thoughts about that. But remember, no spoilers on anything else but Gmail. So, we're, we have lostintranslation1 at gmail.com. We have Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. You can send us a message on With The Will or comment in our thread. Uh, you can comment on this episode on SoundCloud. You can message us on SoundCloud. You can review us on iTunes and Stitcher. You could become a Patreon. Oh, yeah, Patreon. we have a
1: Patreon now, guys. Did you know?
0: Did, did, yeah, did, did, you, did, did you know? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? <laughs> could at the you Digi could Destiny be today? any labor? No, I'm really cool.
1: It's a new world. Or...
0: The Fate of Two Worlds. Great. So the kids are fighting Apocalymon after they show up, and after evolutions happen again, for some reason, I guess because they wanted to recap. Anyway, so, so they seem to be doing better this time.
1: Yeah, instead of the title card, you got two minutes of evolutions, because that's you what do you get, wanted. You,
0: do get, you did get the, credit, the title card, and it actually I really like what not, they did with Not the, at
1: the time, and I wrote these chronologically as I'm watching them. So, yeah, the title card's usually at the beginning, and instead there was two minutes of evolution, and the title card actually showed up halfway through the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it showed up, I like, I like when it showed up. It showed up after Apocalymon died, and that just, it felt really good to me. It felt like, they, you know, Apokemon died, and they said, a new world, and they're really happy. So it's like, oh, no I, no, I like that.
1: And the kids come out of Purgatory, where they were just dead, to spit motivational phrases at the bad guy.
0: So, in the, so Matt says, well, Yamato says, don't underestimate us chosen children, but in the dub, he's saying, we can do anything with the power of friendship, because his crest is the crest of friendship, just so you know. Uh, the
1: power of friendship is punching Ty in the face, apparently.
0: So then Joe shows some initiative, and he says, destroy the claws first, and I don't think you this st- stays in the, in the in English version. Yeah?
1: Um, before they begin, begin actually fighting, Pokémon in English, it zooms in on his face and he goes, we're doomed. Because... What really makes a villain look really strong and unbeatable is when, before they even fight, before they even start fighting, he says that he's doomed. Amazing.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I missed that.
1: <laughs> and then the kids go into battle, and you can see Metal on running, and he, he's, he's casting a shadow, and he's making running noises. But they're in space. Mm. He's, like, casting a shadow on the no ground.
0: I think they reused the animation.
1: They probably did. And then Lilymon throws Mimi at (laughs) Foklimon.
0: Also probably because they wanted to reuse the animation of her doing flower cannon.
1: That's true. They do that all the time. (laughs) But she just flings her at her.
0: So, I actually like the English version at this point. I think it was much cuter. So, we'll do the Japanese version first. Mimi says, how could you do that after being thrown? And Lilymon says, well, I am your Digimon. And it's like, (sighs) Mimi says, what did you mean by that? So, I mean, I like that. Like, you know, Lilymon's quite sassy and I like that. But I thought that the English version was really cute and it was just... And I was like, no that that that's cute
1: it, it was cute, except that you can't throw a person like a boomerang. She would have just thrown her and she would oh, never was... have come back.
0: well maybe they wanted to reference they, they keep on referencing Australian things like they referenced the uh the the thylacine last episode now they're referencing the boomerang.
1: look the digimon the digital world is basically just Australia
0: yeah basically look
1: have you ever seen a koagamon here? I yeah have. I saw one just yesterday
0: i I managed to not eat thirty flies today. that was an improvement. <laughs>
1: God, they're everywhere. everywhere.
0: So Mimi and Joe are having trouble, and Magna Angemon and Angewomon s- like are going to save them, and then once they save them, Lilimon and Zudomon attack the other Claw. But for some reason, in the um, in the dub, they say that um, Magna Angemon and Angewomon Anjum- say that they're going to destroy the Claw, and they don't. Zunamon and Lilimon destroyed the, the Claw. So there's lots of lying in this episode that the dub does.
1: Uh, it does that a lot. Um, I, I have not written here, like, why don't the Claws fire laser beams anymore? Like, they're mostly just the Claws are going at them to grab them, and they're getting destroyed.
0: Because the grabbing de-evolves them, so he wants and, to try to de-evolve them first.
1: And then right before, right right after I wrote that, a laser beam comes out of one of them, and, like, it fires, and then it cuts to the kids doing stuff, and it never shows you if that laser beam did anything.
0: I thought they just dodged it.
1: no. It never even shows you them dodging it. It just skips right past it. It's like, here's a laser beam. Everyone ignores it. Total sandbag. Oh
0: yeah, sandbag. it was uh, it was wasn't it?
1: Yes. It was so, totally sandbagged.
0: Matt says... You know you're beaten. Face it like a mom. <sighs> and I was like, wow, they haven't made that joke in about 20 episodes, so I guess they thought it was time.
1: Oh, they must have thought it was fresh, because it's new writers.
0: So Apoklymon is reading his final attack, which is basically he's going to self-destruct and explode everyone. Which then- is
1: a better plan than cooperation. This is his yeah. bad guy's plan. This his his ultimate goal was to die, well, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well he was made up of all this despair and like pity that all the Digimon who couldn't Digivolve had, so I guess it makes sense that he just wants to kill everyone. So um this part has some differences in what they say. But I'm just gonna point out Mimi's and TK's. So Mimi's in the Japanese version is I don't want to die here. That's fair enough. She doesn't want to die. Moo Moo in the dub. Why do why the writers hate you so much? And I'm sorry for whatever <laughs> you did to the writers, but I'm too good looking to die.
1: It hurts. It really hurts every time.
0: So then Takeru says, it can't be the end. So he's showing some hope. He's, because that's his crest. Um, and I guess Mimi's is also linked to her crest as well. Yeah, her crest not. of vanity. And, but in, in the dub, TK says, I want my mummy.
1: Yeah, they all sounded really weak. In English,
0: yeah. Instead of like they were being brave and facing what was happening, and they were putting their hope together, they were emotional because they don't want to die. But they were much braver and much more hopeful. So then they all that it zooms in all their faces, and it puts them all together. And they says, we have to win because tomorrow was waiting for us. And I thought that was cute. In the dub, they just say, we have to win because we're the Digi Destined. I'm like, why can not they just keep winning this in the original? I thought that was fine. It made sense. So then the Digimon in the dub, the Digimon theme plays in the distance, like, you know. And then um, an actually good song plays and is very emotional. It's that song that played whenever, you know, something good was happening, like they'd found a crest or something. Also, the Digivices do the thing again. And then um, the title card shows up. Because a Pokemon's dead.
1: It was, it was nice, uh, even though it, like, uh, not even though it was great.
0: The dub kind of ruined that parts a bit, I guess. I no, I just found like the dub well, ruined some lines.
1: The new, the new name in the English makes no sense with the time it shows up. Yeah, like, here's the fate of two worlds, but you already killed the bad guy. Oh, right.
0: No, in the English version, the um, the the title shows up while they're still finding a Pokemon.
1: Did it? Oh, yeah, it man. shows up normal time. Okay, it was it was very late. Yeah, so it
0: shows up just as they're fighting a Pokemon. So that's the normal time. It's like the fate of two worlds, and it's like it makes sense where they put it.
1: Oh yeah, so after the um the Digivices form the Nega Cube. Yeah. W- why do the kids still have them?
0: Because they came back to them. Did they? Yeah, they weren't destroyed.
1: It looked the rest like they... were destroyed, but
0: the Digivices weren't.
1: I thought the the Digivices like all fused together into the black hole and they were gone.
0: No, the Digivices came back. Okay, they just used their magic powers, and then they came back.
1: And then Ogamon and Andromon like wander into the space.
0: Yep, I don't somehow. know how they showed up, but they did.
1: Uh, and then it showed you um the Digimon in the cities in the re- in the real world disappearing. Yeah. And, and... Sejimon
0: doesn't have water. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I've got that written down as well. Sejimon's in the middle of a city, probably really confused and thirsty.
0: See, I don't know why they didn't just use Edrimon, because they've already used Edrimon, and it's a much better Digimon anyway.
1: And it cuts to the kids' parents, and I've just got it written here that Mimi's mom is really sad that her partner, Apocalypsemon was killed.
0: Can I please? I want to see that.
1: Because, <laughs> like, she's sad, but she doesn't say why, and they just won. Why would she be crying? It's like, well, Apocalypsemon was her her, um, her partner.
0: I think she's just emotional. Like. Yeah, probably, but also, it'd be her, way
1: funnier this way. But
0: crying is much more heartbreak. Like, it seems upset in the English version rather than just sort of oh god we're alive mm. in the Japanese version. Like she seems more like sobbing because she's happy in the original, but in the dub she's just like screaming and just like why?
1: Then Genai shows up to be really useless.
0: No, he says the human world is saved as well. Like the kids need to know that.
1: No, but he's still useless. Yeah, well, in the like... dub he
0: says he forgot he forgot to set his alarm clock.
1: <laughs> but he's also like, also, kids, there was a prophecy that says when the darkness is defeated, the island will be reborn. And I imagine every kid should have looked at him and said, wait, the prophecy says the darkness will be defeated? And he'd be like, yes, of course. Don't you know all the prophecies? They go, what? No, we're kids from the other world. He goes, huh, I really should have told you what those were.
0: Yeah, it would be nice, Jenna, if you just came in and the, like the 10th episode or whatever yep, that you came in at and said, you know, oh, yeah, there are about five prophecies. I'm going to tell you one in about 10 episodes, and then another one in about 15 episodes, and then another one about 20, another one about, you know, 30. Mm, have fun, kids. Just figure it out yourself. IDK,
1: lol. I D K. Lol. If I was the kids, I would have gotten so sick of him showing up and saying like, "Yes, the thing you just did with no prompting, totally a prophecy." Like, imagine you start a company, right? Yeah. You 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 start Apple as an example, and you've you've made it, and you're ridiculously rich. You're Steve Jobs, and a dude walks up to you and goes, "Yes, I had a prophecy that you would run a very successful business," wouldn't you say? Why wouldn't you tell me that before? Why would you only tell me that now? It's useless now.
0: You see, I didn't realize how many prophecies were in this season until I rewatched it now and you pointed out every dumb prophecy. And I'm just like, wow, okay. I found some flaws in Digimon and now I'm sad. <laughs> thank thank you for opening my eyes to the prophecies that just happen all the time.
1: Um, And at least in Japanese, the prophecies are like a little bit creepy. But the English one's like, yeah, the darkness will end and everything will be reborn. It's totally cool. Yeah.
0: Prophecies, yo. Um, so then they go to a primary village and they start rubbing the eggs. And no, and an eggs fall it. from
1: the sky, cracking all of them and killing an entire generation of Digimon.
0: But everyone had omelettes. Everyone that survived had an omelette. <laughs> so
1: everyone has delicious devil omelettes.
0: And <laughs> devil eggs. Mmm, benedict. eggs benedict. Mm, eggs benedict. Uh, but yeah, so they start rubbing them and go nade 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 which gives me um, flashbacks to when we were finding out bi- bits of information about Digimon Adventure we Try, and we had to rub these eggs, and you just click on once a day and it just rub this egg, and then like after several million rubs, you'd get you get information about Try. You missed out on that.
1: You were I, lucky. No, I, I watched you do it.
0: And you were just saying, "Why are you rubbing that leg?" I'm like, "But I have to nade nade." <laughs>
1: remember that and i remember going what what does that mean and he's like it's important
0: yeah i was like i have to i put what why are you doing this may i have to
1: <laughs> I, like how upset would you be if you were a marketing company if you set that up and it never actually hatched
0: the opposite happened it, ha- it was hatching too fast and they didn't have something to give us <laughs> and this happened twice first they put a I think it was Pico-Devimon in front of the egg the first time, and he had to attack Pico-Devimon. <laughs> and the second time, it was Scoomon, as oh, in the funny. golden poop. So yeah, it just happened too fast. And they were just like, oh no. Because they didn't have anything to give us yet. Like, they had, they had an idea, but they didn't have any images to give us. So they were kind of like, oh. Yeah, so Nade, 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 Nade. Um, and also this really cute version of I Wish is playing, and it's the music box version. And it's so relaxing. I really like it. And then in both versions, um, Joe says that he wa- um, he's wondering if they'll win an award when they get back. And it's especially funny in the English version because he says, Hey, do you think when we all get back, we'll be some kind of heroes <laughs> and win a whole bunch of awards like an Emmy or
1: something?
0: Joe, sorry.
1: Oh, don't be me. Open mouth, insert foot. I mean, we can always come back, right guys? Right, Joe. Oh, I forgot, oh, pa. Time passes differently here than in our world. You guys will probably be long gone. Whoops! There goes the other foot. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. It was pretty bad, but that's actually a really good question. And I just realized that none of the none of the trailers for Try indicate that the kids are like the heroes of the planet, which is weird because they should be. Well, everyone. Every- was- yeah. Everyone saw them do it.
0: Or maybe it was just the parents who were particularly interested in watching.
1: Everyone was looking up in the sky. Are you telling me that the apocalypse was happening on Earth and no one was watching?
0: That's a good point. I wonder if Tri will ad- address that people know what Digimon are.
1: Well, they, they're they with them. Like, But it's not even about them knowing what Digimon are. Like, the kids should be famous. Everyone There's... should know who they are.
0: There's actually a CD drama from a character who is in another season. <laughs> And he says that he was at the time of the of Van seizing the entire city. He was in the in the uh, con- con- conference center, so he was talking about his time there and like what he what what was happening, and he didn't know what it was, and he didn't understand what these monsters were. He just thought like it was a terrorist thing.
1: Terrorists in like mascot suits.
0: Yeah. So he didn't quite. So I. It's a, it's a pretty good uh, drama CD. I need to buy them all and learn Japanese.
1: Go to catch them all.
0: Drama CDs. Um, yeah. So Mimi mentions Wizardmon coming back to life in the English version. But in the Japanese version, she just says Piccolo, Piccolo, mon Waymon, and the others. So maybe Wizardmon's coming back. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's still alive. Maybe he's not. So then um, Ogamon say, says, oh, I have to go now. I can't. I'm a virus-type Digimon. And then Tentomon in the Japanese version says that he can't stand virus types. So they're just the... both
1: openly racist.
0: Well, I guess that's a very good point. Like, I th- are the different types you can be, are they racist to one another?
1: The way they're treating each other right now, then yes.
0: Yeah. Well, then Jedi explains it. But anyway, so in the English version, um, Tentamon says that he's never heard of a virus giving anyone the cold shoulder. Get it? Because I... virus. It was kind of funny. Yeah, and then Gen-I, like has they have this cute conversation... About the evolution lines, when Jedi says there's no right or wrong evolution, and then Ogamon says maybe I'll come back. I'll come back one day as a Virus Digimon. Everyone says please don't do that. But in the dub, they they, they don't just say Virus Digimon. They say come back as a Dark Master, which That's is strong. very dark because you know there's Virus Digimon which don't necessarily have to be evil Digimon. And then you know there's saying, yep, I'll just come back as the next Dark Master. What evs?
1: It's it's a good plan.
0: I just realised that the the Joe part was, I said a bit early in advance. I didn't really say that now. I just really wanted to say that quote. <laughs> it's a
1: little bit in advance. It's not yeah, too bad. But it's a
0: really good quote. I just jumped the gun on that, that bit a bit. Anyway, so Joe is lying, and the English version lies a lot, apparently, because he says that he passed out for the first time in the digital world on this beach. He didn't, but all right. <laughs> well, so He got then,
1: seasick nearby. Yeah. No, he stole Mimi's seasickness nearby.
0: No, Mimi stole Joe's seasickness nearby.
1: Was it? I thought it was the other way around. Okay.
0: No, in the dub, Mimi was some. No. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mimi. Yeah, you're right. Mimi was seasick in the Japanese version, but in English English version, she was worried about her her hair.
1: Exactly. She's yeah. not allowed to be sick because she's a girl. Yeah.
0: Girls and don't girls have, have to, stomachs. They only worry about their hair. Yes.
1: She's when, too when there is dog. stomach,
0: when there is stomach, there's just more hair <laughs> and hat. Gross. So then they talk about how long they can stay in the digital world before their um. Their summer vacation ends. So Joe does the calculation and works out that they can stay for 110 years. Which they'd be dead anyway by the end of it. So I guess it's a Narnia thing where they come back and they're kids again. I
1: thought that was really weird that they were totally cool with staying somewhere for 110 years.
0: Well, does Data age?
1: That's a good question. But maybe, I mean maybe you they know age. evolutions happen over time.
0: Mm, but then but for some reason they have to dumb Joe down. And he makes this intel just you know, he makes the calculation in the Japanese version. But in the in the dub, Joe says approximately carry the one, divide by ten. A really really long time. And then Izzy is a smart aleck and says, "Well, according to me, it would be approximately one hundred and ten years." Ha ha ha. So he's pretentious about it.
1: She might cover this up with the recording from the show, so I needed to be said. They just went ah ha ha.
0: Well, you have the raw.
1: I do, forever. I'm making that a text tone if I can be bothered.
0: <laughs> you won't be bothered, I know you.
1: Oh, damn it, you know me really well. Okay.
0: Um. So yeah, then we find out the time is now synchronized between worlds, and then they say, okay, well, we st- that means we still have a few weeks of summer vacation left, that's fine. Then Jedi says that if they stayed in the digital world, they might get removed as the world will see them as anomal- anomalies. And I'm like, oh, that's... That's sad. So then we start to have goodbye scenes. Gomon and Joe say goodbye. Joe says that even if he and Gomon might not have been the best team, at least they were good friends and they had had a fun time. Gomon wishes him well in his studies, and then they shake hands. And there's a cute reference to how gomon didn't have, like he didn't, he wasn't sure if he didn't have if he had hands or not.
1: I didn't couldn't figure out what actually happened in that scene. Like the, I feel like there was a joke that was said, and then because like. Gomon scratches his head and appears to take something out. but I don't think he does.
0: No, I think he was just being shy.
1: And then he's like, look, you have a hand. And he's like, what? Is that because of that one episode a while yeah, ago yeah, when he was reference. like, give me a hand?
0: Yeah, and like it was in, there was an early episode and then there was a later one where he's like, when you say a hand, instead <laughs> of, you know, what's I wonder what it's like to have elbows, which uh, was the English version. Okay. But yeah, so I thought that was a cute reference. Also, before that, we have Sora's one. Which there there was a question and I'll cover like when we talk about all the goodbyes, but I think Sora's the best one. But the thing is, there was to me I couldn't find any differences between Sora's in the dub and in the original. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover the goodbyes when we've covered them all. So um, Koshiro is very polite and he bows to Tentamon, and Tentamon says he doesn't have to speak so formally to him after knowing him for this time. But I guess this bit doesn't really carry across in into English because. You know, it's it's that formal way of speaking. So Izzy just says that he loves Tentamon, and then Tentamon gets emotional.
1: I think that's weird, actually, because they have very opposite positions in the two, whereas in Japanese, Tentamon is the one who's, like, eliciting emotion, and he's like, you know, we should, it's there's feelings here, we should discuss them. Whereas in other one, in English, he's all like, no, we, sh- I'm also an asshole. No, I'm also a smart aleck. Oh, no, what a- oh, we fall to the floor now. Because... <laughs> All of a sudden, Izzy has emotions that he's just very willing to bring to the front. Yeah. Despite that not being how it ever ever was.
0: So did you prefer the emotions or him just being polite because that's true to his character?
1: I prefer the original Japanese where yeah, me he's, too. he's very formal and he has to be told, you know, it's okay.
0: Yeah, and that was like, that's the bit when he was, when he, when the episode when he was at, at his house, like, he is very formal, he is very polite.
1: So when like when he says to his parents that he loves them, and like this is to his parents, they're surprised. Mm. Um, and when he's doing kansai stand up comedy, that also hmm. would have been surprising.
0: That was really cute, yeah, because they're not used to him being, you know, very emotional. They're just used to like this very polite, very soft spoken boy. But I thought, I mean, I thought both were cute, but I think I just preferred the um, the original. Yeah. So then TK P- TK and Padamon's goodbyes based uh it's sort of the same they're both crying but then they stop they stop crying when Takaru says but i can uh, but we'll see each other again and then they stop crying and instead of them just crying because they're only crying because the other one's crying and seeing the other one makes them cry it's it's cute in both versions it is so then oh matt and gabamon's one annoys me so much so in the original they're just sitting there in silence because that's just their relationship, and then he just starts playing harmonica. But they in the dub, they just do this kind of like, oh, those teenage boys, and they just grunt at each other. They go, mm, 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 said, well said, mm. Can you play the harmonica again?
1: I kind of like the... I kind of like the, the request to play the harmonica again. Yeah. But you're right, just sitting there in silence is totally fine as well.
0: Yeah. But I didn't like the grunting. I just thought, like, why? Like, it took me a while to realize, like, are they grunting at each other?
1: Because the English refuses to have moments of actual silence, yeah. but their mouths aren't moving, so you can't make them actually talk.
0: Well, they we make uh, Gavamon talk and say, well said. But yeah. So then, oh, then I get really mad. Because I, and you know I'm mad because I'm just writing this bit in capitals. It says, <laughs> is a liar. And so is Ty. This beach is where I first used pepper breath. No, you didn't. You used pepper breath on a cliff with Quagamon.
1: I think he just said this is where I lit a fire with pepper breath.
0: No, but no, he says first use my precious pre- pre- breath. My precious pretty breath. Sure. Precious breath.
1: What I remember is he said this is where I, lo- I lit a fire with it. But, like, I don't know why he would want to remember that. It's but very then minor. he says
0: that he set Siegemon's tail on fire. I'm like, no, it just... His Cedramon just wagged his tail past a bit of the ember like guess you made the fire fu- in the Japanese version they say oh yeah you, since you did the fire that angered Cedramon. but it wasn't his like pepper breath that directly angered Cedramon. so yeah I think in the Japanese version they just said oh yeah this is where you made a fire with your pepper breath but in the English version it's this beach is where I first used my pepper breath attack. And Why?
1: also, ties like, Yeah, and then I put his tail in the fire.
0: No, he says you, you used it on t- Sejanmon's tail. I'm like, No, stop lying. No,
1: no, he says you used it, and then the embers came out, and then he kind of pauses and goes, And then I put his tail in the fire. Like,
0: No, because no, really that's in the Japanese version, because in the English it? version, they say, um, Oh, your aim hasn't gotten much better. <laughs> which is directly referencing to, like, Oh, yeah, you angered Sejanmon by setting his tail on fire. I'm like, That wasn't him, said, you're lying. Stop lying. <laughs> Hikari is basically the same. She, they, they, she gives the whistle. They say you'll come back. Yes, I'll come back. Then they're not sad because for some reason they're all knowing. Then Mimi's looking for Palmon, and Gekamon in the dub is still calling Mimi princess. So Mimi can't find Palmon. Then they have they have to leave anyway. So Genie in the dub says, "Bring the cable car back because I need to return to San Francisco." I'm like thanks, thanks Genie.
1: Oh, you also, do you know how Jedi had the power to send them back the whole time?
0: I think it was only because the gate was open at this moment, and that's what the eclipse was. He didn't have that power the whole time, it was only during that time where the gate was open.
1: Okay, well, he also has the power to make trolleys fly.
0: I think that was just in the gate. Also, sending it to the sun.
1: Why would the gate have the ability to make one of these fly?
0: Mm-hmm. Who's Magic?
1: driving?
0: It was in the script. Tentamon. Damn it. Seedramon. Kuagamon. <laughs> I don't know. So, the kids get in the tram, and Palmon shows up, and Mimi says, thanks for everything. And the dub adds on a sort of, I love you, to the end of that, and that's really cute. So, then... Oh, she loses her hat? Yeah, and then the piano version of Butterfly starts, which is just, it, it suits it so well, because it's like, it's sort of like a bittersweet ending. Like, they're saying goodbye, but they saved the world, and they might see each other again. They just...
1: That, that, po- that, like, possibility feeling is really weird, knowing that Tri exists.
0: Yeah, But, you know, at the time of watching this, I didn't know that there'd be any more adventure. I just thought, well, we're done now. But then, I think, in my opinion, the dub ruined this bit because they put on Hey Digimon, Hey Digimon. I agree. Which, as a kid, I thought it was cool because I was like, oh, that's such a good song. It's so catchy. But as an adult, I just think you just ruined some pretty emotional times.
1: And then it starts rapping at you badly. And you're like, this is the way I wanted my show to end.
0: Well, at least it wasn't the Digi rap.
1: No, I wish it was. If
0: so <laughs> you're going
1: to ruin it, ruin it the hardest.
0: So in the Japanese version, they have that crossing gate noise that they have in Japan, and I think they just changed it to like in a more an American version. And then the narrator says, the gate won't stay closed forever because it's not the end for the Chosen, and if they keep their Digimon alive in their hearts and wish for it. And then the sound of the Digivice beeping starts playing, and I was like, oh, that's cute. But then in the dub, they have to make it more thai Oriented because he's the main he's, character he's also the one that narrated this the first episode it's true. so he says that the gate can't stay closed forever and I know one day will return I wonder if agamon will remember me and that that's that that's it that's the end so what did you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon so the first
1: I don't know five minutes of it was boring like it's fighting whatever it had to it had to be done but like that fight brings up a lot of questions about the effectiveness of the bad guy and the motivation and how they have neither uh, but then the rest of the episode was great I really I really like the very personal endings that all the kids had the role it, it showed both their developments that the kids had the kids had changed the digimon had grown along with them it was great
0: so we have an Anonymon that I've decided to read now because I just thought it would be better to discuss now yeah uh, and they say which goodbye scene did you like the most mine is Koshiros and Tentamon's, and Joe's with Gomon because he joked about Gomon's hand. Also, I hope Jay was moved by the last scene with Mimi's hat and Butterfly playing.
1: In the Japanese sure, because the music was actually appropriate and it, it kicked in at exactly the right moment. Mm. Whereas in English, it was a bad song.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. A, I liked it as a kid, but as an adult, I prefer the more emotional Butterfly. But also, it was I a don't...
1: remix of the ending song, which is which is better.
0: No, it's the, the, or the, remix the beginning of the song. opening, yeah.
1: But it's uh, but the hated one is like, oh, let's, let's play it like we always do.
0: Yeah, not like, you know, make it a softer version or like a an unplugged version or something. I mean, maybe a sort of softer, slower, hey, Digimon. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, something maybe more thematic. I don't know. Um. So as for the goodbye scene that I like the most, I think Sora's was actually. It was short. It wasn't too in your face about the emotions, but she said that she learned that her mum does love her because of Biamon and she's happy that she has her as a friend. And I just thought that was... I mean, I also liked Mimi's because it sort of was a... It showed that Palmon is also a bit young and selfish in a way. And I liked that. It was kind of cute. But I think Sora's and I guess Joe's. Joe's is also because I have that sort of professional handshake. And I like Matt's too because it seemed to fit his character. Uh, Ty's was alright, but I just... Action of Twice was pretty boring. It was just the lying in the English version I couldn't get past. Hikari's was boring. TK's was cute. I think Sora's was the best.
1: I, I like Mimi's the best by a long way.
0: Yeah. Mimi and Sora are the, are the good. Did, did you like Sora's or?
1: No, I didn't think it was that interesting.
0: Oh, I thought it was cute. I watched it with my mum, and my mum was like, "Oh." Bird. Bird. It's a bird. If... So, what did you think of this episode compared to what you thought in a Obnoxious Synopsis?
1: Uh,
0: I will send you the notes. Thank you. I realised I usually do that. I know,
1: I know I was very wrong about this episode, though.
0: No, you were right about them winning. I, I was
1: right about the world's going back to normal. Obviously, they were going to win, but I thought they were going to have little segments in the future, and I was wrong about that.
0: I guess you just misread the spoilers instead of just misinterpreting no, I the mis-
1: spoilers. spoilers you've told me before about where Ty's goggles go, for example.
0: Oh yeah, that was just yeah, that was before we started. I think
1: it's true, long before. But I remember that. So that's just trying to forget
0: things I mentioned before. Yeah,
1: I just, sometimes I try. Sometimes some of them. Sometimes are
0: you. Sometimes you. Tr- you try.
1: I was right. There was definitely no more evolutions because you couldn't. That'd be the weirdest thing ever. Actually,
0: if if I may interrupt, in the uh, Digimon Adventure PSP game, and I think I've shown you clips from this before, um, instead of deleting them and putting to that world of limbo, the PSP game brings back all the previous bosses and separates the kids. Okay. So all the Dark Masters come back, and Metal Edamon comes back, and you're walking around as Tai, and you have to defeat all the bad guys, but you can't do it alone. So you you meet up with the, the other Digidestined that have been separated, and the other Digidestined get their Digimon to ultimate level during that time. So Mimi is trying to fight Metal Edamon. So Palmon evolves to what Warp evolves to Rosemon. So they face. I like that. I wish they would have had that in the in the the show.
1: That would have been really cool. I would have liked that.
0: It doesn't give much reasoning to it, I believe, except for we're in some kind of like law defying place that just sort of. Is there. Yeah, so they all evolved to their ultimate levels.
1: If, um, if they were all, if they had killed all the Dark Masters, and they did, and that was the, like, limbo that they couldn't go to because Baby Village wasn't there, that would have been evidence that, you know, you couldn't go anywhere when you died, so you could keep fighting even when you were dead. Mm. That would have been actually really interesting.
0: Like, I do want to, I'm trying to get, sort of want to get my hands on the, um, Digimon Adventure PSP game, like. For when I know more Japanese, because I, I really would like to play it. I feel like I'm missing out on quite a bit. But yeah, it's like, that's something that was there. So do you think you would have preferred the um, that to what we had?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think that Apocalypse Mon was really lame. And I think that any any callback to actually good villains would have been strong.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, Rosemon looks amazing.
1: I'm sure she probably does.
0: She's just Lilymon with whips.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: I think I've shown you that one before. It said, look how cool this looks. Perhaps. And I think, um, for memory, Gardamon warp evolves Gardamon should not be
1: able to personally warp evolve. She
0: She's, does.
1: She should have to de-evolve first, like no, everyone else.
0: Um, it's possible. And her one is uh, Venom Vandamon, which makes sense. What? No, no, the one that she has to fight. I
1: mean. Oh, oh, okay. I thought she turned into him.
0: And uh, TK has to fight Puppetmon.
1: It's okay. You don't need to go one for one for one for one here.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's cool. I like it. I would have preferred it be that way. But yeah, continue with the obnoxious synopsis or what you thought. No, of.
1: That was really it because I couldn't really go for much with it because the episodes didn't give you much. Mm-hmm. I was just wrong about the uh, about what the epilogue segments would actually be, and I said the fo- the end would focus on Thai in English, and they did give him the the final like narration.
0: But it still focused more on Mimi. I, I think in the very end, that was Mimi's story, basically a very short Mimi story.
1: Yeah, because it was her chasing a palmon around, because she actually had stuff to do, whereas everyone else was just talking. Yeah, it was really good. I, I there wasn't much to predict because it's just an ending.
0: So, what differences did you notice, and do you think that were justified?
1: <sighs> uh, let's see. Um... Actually, the what, a difference that wasn't different at all was that Ogamont's racism knows no linguistic barriers. They're equally as racist. Um, yeah, I think it was really weird that they changed Izzy and Joe's line about the calculations.
0: Because they had, like, I think the dub tried to have Izzy as the, the smart one, even though they kind of... Joe is the smart one. He's also older, so it would be fine to make, make him no more. Also, if they made... in a. Japanese version, they made like this ticking sound like when he was he was blinking and it was making like this cash register noise to signify that he was making a you know, calculation. I thought that was cute.
1: So, and same thing with like, Izzy's goodbye being really different. And because I think the English writers didn't really get what to do with him. So they just really pigeonholed him in this one little area of, he's the smart guy.
0: Well, at least they made him stop talking about aliens.
1: Yeah, that was nice. Um, so, really though, the problem was mostly little differences. And the little differences that have been showing up during the whole show, in that the English doesn't take itself seriously. And yeah, it's really wacky and silly, and there are opportunities for jokes. But it goes way too far to the point where you had your ultimate evil yelling about pizza. And in the, in the ending music here is, you know, way too happy, it was overused, it was not, nothing special like the Japanese one, it's really saccharine and boring, and in the end, like, it's about how they position the show, and, uh, the Japanese version has this really perfect and poignant, I wrote this word down, um, poignant poignant that's right uh like goodbye feeling and it it felt like it felt conclusive and sad even though they were happy because they won but in english it just felt really light and like nothing really mattered and then tai was just like having his goodbye narration and just felt really lame while hey jamon was rapping in the background i don't know I, i i've written down here at the end of the japanese one uh i'll you know i'm probably going to miss these kids. And then in English, I'm, I'll miss these kids less.
0: Hmm. All right. So ready to cover Digimon Adventure overall? Sure. All right. So first of all, expect- expectations. Um, I this I expected, you know, oh, if it's going to be great, it's going to be, It's not, there, there's not going to be too many differences. It's going to be basically the same thing. It'll have some silly lines, but that's just to be expected. They'll change the puns. But I'm going to enjoy it. It's the, such a good, good season. What did you expect?
1: I expected to hate it. I was... Uh, I, I got in on this because I always want to do a podcast that actually got developed. Like, I did a podcast before, but we never actually uploaded any of it. We did a couple episodes, but and I, which I really... I would listen to now. I enjoyed those a lot. But...
0: It wasn't about Digimon. No, it
1: wasn't. It was just about general nerd stuff. But... Uh, and... So I've always wanted to create stuff. I'm really interested in that, but I really thought I would di- be a it'd be a slog. And to be fair to me, it was.
0: Well, the first half was. For
1: for a long time, I was completely right about how bad it would be, and then it started to get better. And I resisted that because I'm an ass. But yeah, it, it's the show ended up being a lot better than I thought. But you also have to remember that what I thought it was going to be was totally unwatchable.
0: Yeah, he basically said, look, this is just some dumb kid show. It's not... There's going to be no plot. It's going to be just nothing.
1: To be fair, it's a pretty dumb kid show.
0: So as for surprises, I... First of all, it was much worse than I remember it being, especially now I was trying to focus on actually analyzing it. And I really forgot how mediocre the first half of the series was. Like, I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But, you know, until they get to the real world, it's just... There's a couple of good episodes that are okay, but it's just it's it's alright. I mean, I still love it, it's still my favorite thing. I'm not I'm not gonna sell all my Digimon stuff, but it was just like I think that the first bit of adventure was just not as good as I remembered it. And I also didn't realise how many changes there were besides like music and names and like occasional silly lines. I didn't realise that they basically changed most of the characters' personalities. (laughs) Like they've very much dumbed down to the the characters a lot and like i've never watched it side by side i had i had watched the dub before and i had watched the japanese version before but i hadn't watched them side by side and you know written down all the differences so i was quite gobsmacked by how many changes there were what about you
1: um the big thing i was surprised about was that i've gotten to the end and i didn't completely regret it i didn't i don't regret having watched it the experience had value and i know that's not a big deal but remember my expectations going into this
0: yeah, so Quad on Facebook wanted to know who our least favourite and most favourite characters that, um, were. So I was surprised by how much I liked Joe and TK. Like, I've always liked Mimi. I've always thought that she was a good character. Not sure why, because I watched the dub when I was a kid. But I was really like, oh, I really like what Joe says. Like, he's very down to earth. And I like TK in this. Like, he's he's quite sweet. And the worst characters for me were just Izzy and Mimi in the dub. Like, I'm not sure if I did, like, I I liked them in the original, but, like, in the dub they just ruined the characters for me. Like, they made Izzy very pretentious and a know-it-all, and they made Mimi just, I guess they took all of Mimi's brains and just put it into Izzy, maybe? Because <laughs> she's not dumb. She's girly, but girly and dumb are not the same thing.
1: No, but those, the writers can't tell the difference.
0: Yeah. So what about you.
1: Uh, my favourite characters were Gomamon and Palmon. They, oh, the, you... they were the only people they were the only characters whenever they were on screen I really had fun. Yeah, I like, like
0: Gomamon and Palmon as well. They had a
1: hundred percent hit rate. I can't think of a single time where I didn't I wasn't happy to see them.
0: Also Palmon's Bel- no Bal- ca- Palmon's voice is just so cute and so is Gomamon's. Yeah,
1: no other character I think I could say I didn't at least find frustrating sometimes. Uh and the character I hated the most was Matt. I can't stand yeah. him. He seems he feels so out of place, and he's just whining about how the writers don't give him good writing. He's
0: he's whining about the script.
1: It's so you know I should be able to be on board with that because I'm whining about the script as well. But it sucks when a character does it. There's um a really good example of this is in DC comics. There's a guy called Superboy Prime who broke the universe and ended up in the real world. And you can see him reading comic books about his own life mm. and getting upset about it. And he's that he's super annoying because he's complaining all the time that he's not written well enough. And it's really fourth wall breaking, but it still sucks.
0: Mm. So, lost my notes. What about the best episode? I think Flower Power and Playing Games were by far the best episodes like there were probably others but those are the ones that i definitely remember the most
1: i have to agree with you and a new world's probably really up there as well on top yeah
0: probably. i, I like that too i thought it was a good way to finish this the the season and like digimon does know how to end seasons like it does a good job like i just yeah i, I really like flower power playing games and a new world what about the worst episode? I can't pinpoint one, really. <laughs> I guess I... The, the birth of Greymon, for me, I guess, was kind of just like... I mean, the episode after it was basically the same plot, but better.
1: Well, whatever the English uh, the English one of um, Piemont Gets Firepower, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, Piemont yeah, uh, Gets Firepower was the, Eng- was the English name. Yeah, that was terrible.
1: Yeah, that's, so I'm going to stick with that.
0: But, like, on the... like. If you put it next to the Japanese one, it's not the worst episode because the Japanese one was good.
1: Yeah, the English one, the, the Japanese one was the best episode of the first bunch, but in English it was the worst one. Yeah. Because but what it,
0: about overall?
1: Oh, well, I think it was that bad, right? Because it's, it's even worse for ruining how good it could have been.
0: Mm, because they didn't want Sora to be a main character, I guess. It's
1: lame. Because I couldn't figure out if she had a hat or a beanie on, so it's like, ah, neither. She's not a character.
0: Actually, I believe we had a question that said that... I don't know where that went.
1: Their conclusion in, was that, that... It was anonymous, I think. And their conclusion was that she has two hats. Yeah. She
0: wears, and,
1: she wears a helmet to the digital world, so then in the real world she was a beanie around.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I put that, but I'm sure I put it somewhere.
1: It's alright. Um,
0: anyway, so... Another bit we have to discuss is also suggested by Anonmon. They say, just wanted to chip in on something. I, I heard about the, the uh, Digimon Adventure. That each of the arcs, as in Devimon, Edamon, Vandamon, the Dark Masters, each had different writing teams, and they didn't communicate that well together. So I'd be interested in maybe getting your opinions on each arc on its own, at least when you guys finish Adventure. Oh, so I this, got this is where I got it, that from. Yeah, I got this a few, like, a few weeks ago, and I decided that, like, it would be better to talk about once we've seen every single episode. So, what do you think about the Devimon arc?
1: The Devimon arc was really blame. I mean, you had to introduce characters, sure. But they introduced characters, like, you know, one episode at a time and slower sometimes. And just, it was so plotting and it was so nothing. And we went over it for hours about how Devimon was garbage and was constantly given opportunities and and the ability to win and never did not as badly as some others we would find out later mm. but still it felt like he was wasting everyone's time so I didn't like it and I don't think I don't think the build up to Angemon was that interesting like when he shows up it should be this oh my god holy crap moment and it wasn't it was like oh there it is yep yep
0: yeah. So, I thought, like, it was an okay intro, but I think it could have been done in about half as many episodes. I agree. And, I, like, I I would be fine with, like, two evolutions per episode. I guess for a kid's show, you have to introduce characters quite slowly, because otherwise I, they won't remember them.
1: What I would have done in this, in this situation is I would have had um, the kids lose to Devimon and have to flee across the server. Yeah. And then they fight Edamon there because he's just a warlord or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then the Vamdemon is just Devimon again.
0: Yeah, and Devimon's evolved to Vamdemon.
1: Well, into is that what he evolves into? He can. Well, what? No, he would have gone to Neo Devimon because that's cooler. Yeah,
0: well, I guess Neo Devimon if you want that way. But <laughs> yeah. he can evolve to Vamdemon.
1: And that would have been sick. Y- you could have condensed the evolutions and stuff down because they would have just become adults and stuff. No adults um they would have perfects no because you there's only three evolution stages right
0: they they start on child, they go to adult, then they go to perfect, and then they go to ultimate
1: yeah, so adult adult perfect and ultimate are really the big ones, um so they go to adults against Devimon, and they lose, obviously they lose, and then they go to. Edamon, and because he's kind of just like a warlord thug, he's not actually on Devimon's level, because he's the devil, and this is a monkey, uh-huh. it makes sense, you could beat him as adults, and then that's cool, and then, now you, it's been a long time, and Angemon hasn't shown up, and you think, what's going on? And because you never introduced Kari, and Woman's reveal as the thing that beats Vandemon isn't a big deal, and you could have done the prophecy way earlier, and it would have been really, really vague talking about hope because crests hadn't been revealed yet. And if you do the original thing Japan in the Japanese and not tell the kids exactly what all their crests were from the beginning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think it could have just been much, much more interesting.
0: What about Edamon's? Now, I'm, I'm going to let you in a bit of a secret here. Yeah? I don't like the Edamon arc. I like Edamon really? as a villain. I do not like the arc. I think it's basically it's called Tai Chi the Ark. It's just about Tai Chi. All the other characters just sort of sit there. Sora does nothing except for be a damsel in distress. This arc just I think it would have been better if they spent more time getting to adult even or more on the more on them pursuing the trait of their own crest. Like, them talking about that more rather than Taichi has issues with courage. Oh, Skull Greymon. This arc is just Taichi's arc. And I didn't realize it until I rewatched it now that it's. The other characters could just not be there. Except for Sora because she needs to get kidnapped. Because, hey, she's she's a girl. So it just. Uh, it just. I thought that Edamon's a great villain. I think this is the worst arc.
1: I think this is much better than Devimon and arguably better than Vandamon's one because. Yeah, it does focus on die a lot, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Having a protagonist or a main character isn't a problem; it is different from all the other stuff. But that's not inherently sinking. What you have to, what I, the way I think about it, is that it's the most narratively tight, probably, of all of them, Uh where stuff happens pretty, pretty regularly,
0: and we had our first like. Like few good episodes in this, we had, I guess, Home Away From Home counts as part of it, and the Earthquake of Metal Greymon. I think those yeah. were our first like good episodes that were good in both versions and weren't dumbed down too much.
1: I think so too. Um, and I still
0: think that I just didn't like how it just focused on the one character and made all the other characters basically just there. Like they became supporting characters in the show that they are main characters.
1: And but often. Like, we see with Vandemon and Demon often that the kids, you know, the, they're, off, they're all the time in these really weak positions, and the guy could win, and they just don't because they're stupid. Edamon always, always made the right decisions, and the kids yeah. beat him despite that.
0: Well, and I, that makes
1: them look like heroes.
0: I'm saying he's like he's he's a definitely a good he's a definitely a good villain. I know,
1: but you but I mean he made decisions throughout the arc that yeah. made the arc good. He's always chasing them, so they're on the run, so there's tension. And it's not like um not like Vandemon, who's just wandering around the city. And you'd think that the his reign of terror would make the kids scared, and they're like, no, we're fine.
0: Oh, I just think I remember the the worst episode. Was it, it was the episode between the Devimon and Edamon arc where they're just on the water, and they go and get the crests. I think that could have been pushed into like the bit where they meet the Pokemon.
1: Yeah, probably, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was that much worse.
0: Yeah, but like I think it might be one of the worst. I mean, it was a fine episode. I just think that like it just comes to mind as an episode where I was just kind of like it was a bit boring. Yeah, okay. But it was okay. But yeah, continue. Sorry.
1: That's okay. I think I'd really got to the end of it. But I wouldn't put it last by any means.
0: Like Edamon made the arc better because he was a an effective villain, which is another topic that we'll discuss in a bit.
1: But here's the thing, if you'd replaced Edamon with a different villain but who did the same things but he just had a different personality, yeah. It would have been equally as good.
0: Yeah, no yeah, I'm saying like and if 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 he was replaced with like a Devimon who basically just was very passive in killing them which was not really do much. He no. didn't chase them and just separated them. Like, I think that this arc would be much worse if it had a villain who were just basically just there. What
1: I mean is that if you took away Edamon's, you know, like... What Personality? I
0: call,
1: El- Elvis-ness, elvis Yeah. It wouldn't have damaged it at all. Like, I found that entertaining, but that's not what I'm... That's not what makes me put it at number two or three.
0: Like, I mean... I think Devimon might be the worst one, but I'm just saying I, that Edamon is, Edamon's arc also isn't good. But Edamon's a good villain, but the arc was just too much focused on Ty. What about the Vandemon arc, which includes the inside, like in the digital world and outside? So what about the inside of the digital world?
1: I feel like the inside was really boring. I wasn't a big fan of that.
0: Yeah, they were just, that was basically just them getting their crests. But, um, activating their crystals.
1: Yeah, that was that was whatever. But like, um, but the the real world stuff had potential. That was that was good. But the the villain was constantly screwing up, and you couldn't respect him. So there was no tension whatsoever. And I've, I've we've talked about this forever. I think it's the most talked about thing we've ever discussed, mm. really. So you know, if you got to this point in the show, you know what I how I feel about this. Um, but yeah, it's just. It has a lot of potential of stuff going on, and that's what the sh- what the show lacked a lot when it was going, not not monster of the day formula, but you know crest activation of the day slash evolution of the day was it it lacked like progression, and this arc had probably the most progression, but it was it was stunted really hard by a bad guy who refused. To be good at his job.
0: Yeah. What about like I mean I thought the in the in the digital world was a was an alright sort of introduction to him. I think it was worse than the real world portion of the, the arc, but it was okay. I mean Princess Karaoke could have been very much improved if Tokemon evolved to Lilliamon in that episode. But you know, it was fixed in the novels, so. Uh what about the real world part of the arc?
1: Um, I said it's it had a lot more potential. It had more interesting things going on with it, but it had all the underlying problems that the rest of it did. And I was happy to see it finish. I have nothing else to say about it.
0: Yeah, neither do I. I mean, I liked it. Like, I thought this was the first like several few good episodes that we had. Like, we had the Pumpmon and Gotsumon episode, which I really liked. We had Flower Power, which I really liked. We had bits of say, watching. The kids in their downtime, we saw a bit of co- we got character development for Koshiro, we had some character development for Joe. Um Hikari was there, I guess. And yeah, it was I I I liked it. It wasn't as good as the next arc though. Yeah. So and now we're on to the Dark Masters arc. Easily which,
1: the best one. Yeah.
0: And which portion of the Dark Masters arc is
1: the best Easy.
0: Definitely. Like no contest, like I'm glad that Mega Seedramon only went on for two episodes, and I'm glad that Mugendramon only went on for two episodes because I think that was enough. The episode was episodes were better than I remember them being. I remember them being very boring. Um, I thought they were okay. I like Metal Empire. I just bought a, a Pendulum 5.5 and a Pendulum Cycle 10, so I'm very hyped on the Metal Empire at the moment. They're very good. Um, I really liked Megadramon and Gigadramon. Um, yeah, I... I'm glad that it was only two episodes. I could not stand it for another episode or so. Same with Mega Seedramon. Piedmon, I think, would have just been too much. Like, Puppetmon if it went on very longer. So I think that they did well with how many episodes they gave to each character. Also, Lady Devimon was cool.
1: I mean, Lady Devimon was really cool. But yeah, I don't to can- say, I really like that arc a lot.
0: Yeah, well, it was definitely more of the. They definitely improved, and the writer who this se- season was separated into writers, this writer deserves an award. Do we include Epoclymon in this arc, or do we just separate that into its own arc?
1: Um, oh, I want. To, can we just pretend it never happened?
0: No, but the last episode was good. Can we, okay, no, can but we like, pretend, can we just
1: pretend his bits never happened?
0: Can we just pretend it was Piedmon or the whole time?
1: <laughs> he just rips his face off and is apocalymon yes.
0: Yeah, okay, canon. Uh, what about the weirdest edition? Like, um, for example, I thought Marco Polo was a weird edition. They just, instead of, you know, just floating around and saying, don't lose hope, they started playing Marco Polo.
1: Can I say that Hikari was a weird edition?
0: Oh, you, I'm just talking about, like, the weird edition of, like, that they added in the dub.
1: Mm, it's not as funny as what I was going to... Okay. Uh, probably just how they kept giving different characters lines that other people said.
0: Yeah, especially with, like, making Izzy smarter and making Mimi dumber.
1: Yeah, and just... There's no reason to shuffle those around. It doesn't make the show better. It undermines characters and makes them more two-dimensional. And it's really weird when you've got writers there who are going out of their way to make the characters worse.
0: So, I remember when I was trying to think of weird additions, I remembered one from The Prisoner of the Pyramid that was just by far the strangest edition. Yeah. And it was um, Piomon saying, Hurry up, Sora! And then Sora saying, Coming, Bio! And it was just after they'd been kidnapped. And it had no reason, I guess it was to say there's there's hope they're not captured, even though we saw on the next episode that they were <laughs> captured, and there was no way they could have been saying this and it was just like it wasn't even focusing on them it was like focusing on a pyramid and zooming out um so I just thought that was just the most bizarre addition that they did in the dub. I don't know it would it makes no sense that they added that they didn't need to do you remember that because I do
1: I don't at all
0: yeah i I brought it up in like the in the episode where we covered the prison of the pyramid. And I was just like, why would they do that? So what about the wackiest character? Like the, the biggest change in the character that they made, that just made the character completely off the wall, gave them the strangest lines.
1: It's Edamon easily. They really? turned him into Elvis.
0: What about, um, Phantomon's, but it's no easy tusk. <laughs> so, like, he's
1: kind of funny, but Edamon, beca- he wasn't Elvis before. He was still and, off the wall. No, no, he was still a pop star, but he became Elvis, and I'm not saying that because of like his weird lines and stuff. But he's constantly singing terribly <laughs> and trying his hard to be like, "Oh, oh, oh I'm the king, baby." Okay,
0: hey, Metal Edamon? and get diggy with it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just, he's easily the wackiest in the show. It's, he's a joy.
0: Comes in, what the she know? Love's out of day. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So I also, I I had Phantomon, obviously, because that's the best character, and Apoklymon because it just changed a character from scary, like, a bit creepy, a bit unusual, because he was using, like, he was talking, he was saying we, this, we, that, so he had some story to him about what he was, so he was mysterious, and they just made him, like, this why do you get all the pizza, where all I get is the crust?
1: That's my favorite line in the whole show.
0: So those are the characters. Like I just thought they made them really wacky, and they wanted to change them. They wanted. They thought they were too scary before. Like Phantom just holding a scythe. Better make him make puns. IDK. Yeah. So then I have about enemies. So. Most effective enemy enemy was Puppetmon and Edamon, by far.
1: Piedmon, I thought.
0: Was most effective?
1: Yeah, easily. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he killed won. most yeah, of he them. Won.
0: That's right. Oh. I forgot about Piedmon.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, he, okay, Piedmon, yeah.
1: Easily. He so, almost killed all the kids.
0: Okay, so I think we both agree that Piedmon was just... Yeah, I forgot. he Yeah, he... Well, Pokemon killed them.
1: Yeah, but not really.
0: Yeah, but never oh. did Piedmon.
1: And he was never really scary. Like, I don't know. Only was only
0: because pizza.
1: Yeah. He got undermined by a lot of stuff.
0: So least effective enemy. Also, Devimon.
1: Um, Pymon yeah. also took over the digital world with the Elite Four that he ran.
0: Oh, okay, good point. Yeah.
1: And the least effective, very obviously, is Ogamon.
0: No, he's not an enemy.
1: Yes, he was. No. He's such an ineffective enemy, he became a friend. No,
0: he's he's not an enemy. He's, he was. Um, he was a lackey.
1: Of oh, an like enemy. Saying,
0: that's like saying Pico Devimon was a lackey, or Tailmon was like the least effective enemy.
1: Arguably, Which she wasn't actually yes.
0: she, no she was really good she was until very, like yeah, she until she them. fell in yeah she fell in love with Kari and then she was just like oh i guess i'm a I'm a chosen, but when she punched them all in the face, like no, she's actually a pretty effective enemy, yeah Pico Demimon I guess wizardmon
1: Pico Devmon was effective
0: oh yeah he he almost made um, TK get amnesia
1: he was a bit dumb, but I blame that on bad commands from Vamdemon.
0: About Wizardmon, does he count as an enemy?
1: No, he was never an enemy.
0: He was just along for the ride.
1: Yeah, he he never worked. He never really worked for Vandemon. He just hung out with Tailmon um, because yeah. he could.
0: Uh, then we have crest activations.
1: Wait, wait, no, the least yeah. effective enemy was Kuwagamon <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: because just...
1: they fought it multiple times and it never won anything.
0: I guess Sejumon too, because he just was floating in this in the sky. <laughs> oh no, Kuwagamon did something. He brought down a plane.
1: Oh, yeah, wow, actually, he killed tons of people.
0: Well, we don't say, we don't know if they died. They probably
1: died. He piled drive I in a he plane. He saved
0: um, out the Kabuterimon, and Garudamon put them down in the water.
1: Oh, okay. Right.
0: They probably sunk after that,
1: though. <laughs> no one saw it coming. So, All yeah, right.
0: pressed activations. We jo- have easily. Two, yeah, we have two Anonymons who share their opinion, like, you know how I asked? Yeah. Uh, okay, so... First Anonymous says, my favorite activation was TK's, while my least favorite was Hikari's. She had the most vague attribute and why she glowed in the new Numon episode and not in the Piedmont episode. Which makes sense, because she just glows when she feels like it, I guess.
1: Yep, pretty much. Uh,
0: next Anonymous says, I really like this podcast. Can't believe you guys are finishing the first season, even mm-hmm. though you both have jobs and stuff going on with your lives. You are both awesome, especially Jay, who decided to stick around.
1: I am so especially yeah, all, awesome. Thank you.
0: thank you. And yeah, like, this is basically like my second job. I love it, though, because I love Digimon. Anyway, so... Digimon, fa- we
1: have a Patreon now.
0: <laughs> my favorite crest activation is Mimi's, because purity for her means to be true to oneself, and least favorite is Yamato's, because turns out he didn't value friendship since he attacked tai Chi like a few episodes, like 20 episodes later. To me, it felt like the evolution happened because Yamato felt guilty of the way he treated Joe, which I guess makes sense, but... Yeah, he that that is a good point. He clearly learnt nothing because he tried to fight with Ty later on. My, I think the best crest activation was Joe and, and TK's. I thought that something has to give, like you that that goosebumpy feeling when you watch something, for it to be like an amazing crest activation. And those two definitely like, they got me. It was just like, oh, this is really cool. Like Joe sacrificed himself. TK, were just hope like believing in like Matt and believing in his Digimon and believing in his friends and that like. Made his crest glow, and the worst uh, I've just written here because it was slightly anti anti climactic, and that was Izzy's. Like, I got the episode was such a good episode, but it just sort of happened. Like, it was just sort of like, no, stand up when he like breaks out of that weirdness that he's in.
1: Of course. What do you think? Um, I thought that uh, Joe's was easily the best mm. because it's the most abstract, like reliability. And then you see it and you go, that's exactly what that is. It's just intuitive and you get it. It's really strong. Even though it's... I wouldn't have been able to imagine how you could have done a crest of reliability before that.
0: Well, sincerity in the original version.
1: Well, I guess.
0: faith or honesty.
1: Um, and the worst one I thought was maths. For much the same reason that the uh, Anonymous mentioned. It's just, it was really... it's Friendship's are a really easy one. And I think... I don't know it was just—it was quite lame. All things considered.
0: And now we are on to our listener opinion questions. So the first one is: What is the episode with the most changes? What is the episode with the least changes? And Kanye John with the will says: Considering how playing games is probably the reason for a lot of the episodes before it, having scenes be moved around to compensate to compensate on time, I would say that that one has the most changes. Least changes, I would have to say, is my sister's keeper based on how surprised I am on how they kept the Kari the, the almost died to, to a fever. So Metal Mamemon on With the Will says, the one with the most changes would have to be playing games. In addition to adding the end of the last episode to the beginning, it also cuts out on numerous references to firearms. The one with the least changes, maybe Digi Baby Boom. There were a few that practically didn't change anything. And Stephen Padamon says, Biomon gets firepower has the most changes. And Baby Boom was the most faithful. So I, I agree with playing games being one of the ones with the most changes, basically because they edited out firearms and said, oh yeah, I'm itching my, my poison oak. Um, I think Baby Boom was probably one of the ones with the least changes as well.
1: I thought Skull Greymon was.
0: Um, oh, I, c- I can't remember what, may- what happened in that. I think maybe. Because
1: at least in you Baby Boom, you've got to accept changes from like the, uh, the Sumo battle.
0: Yeah, but that was more of a localization than like a full on change. Like it didn't like shock me that they changed it.
1: Maybe, but it's not it's not about shock. It's about most or least.
0: Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other one that I thought was going to be a one that was pretty much the same, but I just can't remember. But yeah, definitely playing games was the one with the most changes. Next one is what is the dumbest, most unnecessary, funniest, or most memorable dub dialogue change? Pizza. Yeah, but that's just too obvious.
1: Yes, but it's mine, because I so, said it first.
0: So, Cunny John with the Will says, Most memorable dialogue that I like, even though it hasn't come up yet, is Gavamon saying to Matt, you've got to quit comparing yourself to Ty. He's like ice cream. He's vanilla, and you're Rocky Road. It's like, well, obviously we have covered that bit now. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like that too. It was also kind of cute. It was funny. I liked it. Except that Metam- how does he
1: know what those are? It's
0: in the script. Okay. It, fell from the, it fell from the sky, okay. Inventing Machines with Nurmon. Fine. I don't know. Metal um, <laughs> MetalMarmimon on With the Wall said, It's hard to remember, but I slice, I slice you like an onion comes to mind. So I'll say that was the most memorable. Wu Chinglong on Twitter says, Raymon, are you going to be alright? I'm styling, dude. Crazo3077 on Tumblr says, Nanimon loving soda and Myotismon sending Digimon back to the digital world are pretty obvious, but I think the best single line of dialogue is Mimi when she said, these gloves really don't go with this dress. So many of Mimi's lines get this treatment. Uh, Steven Padamon, Jake and Edgar all say Mimi lines as well. So I guess Mimi wins the, um, the dumb award.
1: And she, she should.
0: Speaking of Mimi, a line that I really like, remember really well from one of the early episodes, I think it's from the episode Garuramon, which is... It's a good episode. I liked it. I don't think you did. Um, so Mimi says I don't walk this much unless I'm at a mall And as you can see, we're nowhere near one Mimi, stop whining No, my feet hurt
1: Maybe if you'd take off your boots and socks You'd feel better, Mimi It's much more practical, I think
0: I'm not walking in dirty my bare feet I love the feel of dirt under my feet Especially between my toes Gross! Just that was a really cute line
1: Especially since Palma doesn't have toes
0: Yeah, but, well, obviously in the Japanese version It's Mimi's saying, my legs will get fat. Agumon says, the fatter, the better, Mimi. You, they can support your body and can, can kick the dirt. And Mimi says, I'm not like you. Palmon says, right. Legs that look like plant roots are much nicer. And Mimi says, I don't like that either. So, like, it's it's funny, but, like, they made it a bit more whingy. But yeah, Palmon doesn't have toes in, in the Japanese version.
1: She doesn't have toes ever.
0: And I also like Dump Styling Dude.
1: <laughs> I know, because it's still like, your Tumblr, like, you know quote, is so- it?
0: No, it's my with the will. It says it in my with the will signature.
1: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah.
0: So, do you besides pizza? Do you remember any lines?
1: No, my favorite one's the pizza line.
0: Answer me this: Why do all of you get the pizza while I get the crust?
1: It's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty good. Also, um, the Phantom on um.
1: Say hello to Puff, Come on, and watch out. Avoiding his razor sharp horns is no easy task. <laughs> Sorry. And here's the second member of our tag team. Naimon, a deadly praying mantis, Digimon, which is so appropriate because you're all about to become his prey.
0: I love, I love that he
1: apologizes. He's like, I know this is the worst thing you've ever heard me say.
0: But he's the best character, and like, I think that he should come back and try as someone's partner. So... <laughs> The third listener opinion question is, what's the best and worst episode in English? And what's the best and worst episode in the original? Do they overlap? And what's the overall best worst episode? So, Kanijo on With the Wolf says, I like the Japanese version of Home Away From Home. For the English version, kind of difficult to pick, but I did like My Sister's Keeper. Metal Mamemon on With the Will says, I completely agree with Jay on this one. Playing games, hands down. Although as a kid, seeing TK being chased around by P- Puppetmon with a gun gave me a tiny bit of pupaphobia. Thankfully, I grew out of it. The dub kind of s- screws, this, screws this episode, I guess because it's removing the guns and making him scratch Poison Oak. So I think the best episode in the dub is Home Away From Home, which would have been my number two in the original anyway. Then Stephen Padamon says, this one's tough since I've not seen the dub, I mean, I've not seen the sub, and I like all of Digimon, so picking your worst is hard. Favorite dub episode has to be from the first arc because nostalgia levels are insane for both of them. So I'd probably say Gururamon, because I always enjoy it. Worst dub episode will have to be The Rise of Skull Greymon because Ty just really annoys me in that one. I can't really make an informed choice for sub, but going off your commentary in the podcast, Flower Power is the best, and the one after being Home Away from Home is the worst. Maybe. Going off my unreliable memory. So, uh, Stephen is referring to Forget About It, which was the... <laughs> I think that's the next one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because Thai shows up. But yeah, th- I thought that was an okay episode. But yeah, best one in both was probably Flower Power. Best in Japanese was Playing Games. Um, best in e- mm, best in English was probably Home Away from Home. Well, I guess after you, after you already count Flower Power being best overall, yeah, best is Home Away from Home in English. I guess as for worst, still don't know.
1: It wasn't English with PM1 oh, against Firepower.
0: Yeah, in English against it, especially yeah.
1: it was English with pm Especially because of how compared it was to... How it compared to the episode that was so good that it could have been. Yeah. And it's not that they took a bad thing and made it better, and then you're like, oh, well, this is, it had potential. No, they took a, a good thing and made it bad, which is... Weird. Who does that?
0: I guess at that point, maybe they didn't think that many girls would be watching and that boys might get bored if they watch something that focuses on a girl too much, even though they made a bad, like a boring episode by doing that.
1: Could be. It would just be very strange.
0: So our fourth listener opinion question actually got the most responses. So it's, what is the number one biggest difference between the dub and the sub? Episode, character, theme, music, puns, you decide. So Gundam Chow on Tumblr says, I think that the main difference between the dub and the sub is the tone in general. The dub is, is more comedic, silly, and fits the time frame, which is the 90s, the more. The sub is more adventurous, serious, and you can really get a feel for what's at stake during a fight because of the background music, which is removed from the dub. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Kanye Joe on With The Wolf says, Definitely the, the music. Nothing kills the mood more than Hey Digimon. Metal Mamemon on With the Will says, probably because I was raised in a very musical home, but I think the music completely changes the tone of the show. Also, sorry for the rambling if you were looking for the straight answer. So this <laughs> is referring to um, Metal Mamimon's previous answers. And that's fine. i i enjoyed reading like what like the in-depth thoughts of people, because like, you know, you can just give an answer, but it means more if you explain your answer. Uh Wu Qinglong on Twitter says, Atmosphere and the tone of the story's delivery. Adventure Hearts on Twitter says changing the characters' personalities and their relationships. Jake, I believe on Facebook, says the puns and the metaphors, like Izzy saying, that's machinemon, this metallic mutant can blow out a Digimon just like a birthday cake. <laughs> also, um, Jake also liked how they updated the opening in the English version to feature the perfect level Digimon and Vamdemon. And of course in the original, this was just left to be Devimon still in the last episode. So, my dad actually also answered this question. Um, So, my dad says that he hates American dubs in general. (laughs) Thanks, dad. Uh, Baby Star Maker on Tumblr says that the answer is music for them. And, like when I was little, the dub theme and music was good, but it was all I knew and all I had heard. The first time I watched an adventure subbed and heard the music, I literally felt infinitely more pumped and excited, and every every moment felt so much more powerful in the sub. Everything else I that I've been able to differentiate and appreciate in its own way. So it seems music seems to be a big one. Elemental Flower on Tumblr says the tone of the show, the original version is more subtle in how it presents the information and takes itself seriously, despite the story being rather ridiculous. The dub tries too hard at times to make jokes and censor the more serious moments in the show. While neither approach is necessarily wrong, it does create some distinct differences in the story and in the characterizations. I think that the changing in the giving all of the smart lines to Izzy and all the dumb lines to Mimi, like I think there's been a few characters who have said dumb things, but they gave it to Mimi in the the English version. Uh, The music does change the atmosphere a lot. Like it seems much more energised. It gives you goosebumps, but they just kind of have the same sort of songs in the English version. I mean, the English soundtrack's not bad. And we had that episode where we spoke about our favorite bits of music for English soundtracks, background music. What do you think?
1: I think the big differences that that always really struck me was the English's inability to allow silence. Oh yeah. Anywhere that would be these little nice bits of silence to break up the pace would always get filled in with dialogue, would get filled in with stupid jokes, or you know, Matt and um, and Gabmont grunting at each other. It was frustrating because they were clearly intentional, but the English writers couldn't stand them and got got rid of them instantly.
0: Mm. So on to our polls that we started at the start of the season. First of all, we have the which partner Digimon would you have? And first of all, I'm going to read the comments that were left here. I've I've, there are two that I haven't read. So first of all, we have NN, and they say I can't decide. Palmon and Tentamon are precious cinnamon rolls with awesome powers and evolutions. But Goemon is just so sassy and funny, but I love them all. Then MP says, I chose Panamon not, o- not only for the obvious reason that he turns into Anjumon, but because he has such a nice, bubbly personality. He would cheer you up in bad times, and he could climb in- onto your shoulder or rest in your hand. So the results are, we have Piomon with two votes, Pico Devimon with three votes, Tentomon with four votes, Elekmon with five votes, Palamon with six votes, Algamon and Gubamon are tied with seven votes. We have Gogamon with ten votes, and we have Patamon with nineteen votes.
1: Wow, that's a landslide.
0: so yeah, Patamon won the uh the partner award out of sixty three total votes what who do you think you'd prefer as a partner?
1: um I think Gomon's the obvious choice.
0: yeah, he's adorable. I like Palamon still always have. So the the next poll is, what's the preferred version? So 15 to 65, English dub is 15, original Japanese is 65. So yeah, I I would agree with that. Like the English dub is good for nostalgia and it does have some good music, but I guess I do like the original, but both both are okay, but I voted for the original on this. What do you think?
1: The original, easily. I don't think I voted in any of these. (laughs) The, and then, yep. The, yeah, the original just oh, it's so much. It's better by a long, long way. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah. And then we have our final poll, which was put up after the first, no, the second try PV, and it said, "Do you think Zero Two is being retconned?" So we had seventeen total votes. So not as many votes as before. Three said yes. Five said no. Zero Two characters were mentioned but not shown. No, and Nine said no Zero-Two characters will be supporting characters. And obviously Zero said no Zero-Two characters will be main characters. So we know, we know at least from the PV that was released a few weeks ago that we have seen the Zero-Two characters like in, in the commercial. But that's battle we know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help that we saw them right there in the first five minutes. Yeah. They were right there.
0: But like it still doesn't tell how big of a how, how big their importance to the plot is. Yeah, but it
1: implies there's no way they can be retconned because they wouldn't include them in this thing that's all essentially about nostalgia.
0: But just seems, to say
1: none of what you remember them from is real.
0: Yeah, but it seems from what we've seen that they are not main characters though.
1: No, they're probably not main characters.
0: Yeah, they're probably was, supporting characters. How
1: many main characters could you have? There's yeah, already that'd be 8. Overwhelming.
0: So the next segment like the next mini segment we have is expectations for zero two. I am worried.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna like it. It took me so long to get used to these kids and to to get a handle them and actually to start liking them or to start liking some of their partners. I'm really concerned that I'm gonna get this whole new group of kids and it's just like uh, this is Coke zero.
0: Well, don't worry. It's it's a shorter rep- It's a shorter season.
1: Oh, it's only what forty episodes.
0: Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'm I'm a bit I'm a, I'm a bit worried. But um, I'm it, it can't be too bad, right?
1: It can be as bad as you think it might be. You've seen it before.
0: Yeah, but I lost saw it in Japanese, like two years ago, and last saw it in English about seven years ago. So I'm very worried about the dub, just from what I've seen of the first season of Adventure.
1: Alright everybody, join us for the next episode of Digimon, actually this time.
0: (laughs) Our war game.
1: Or Digimon the Movie Part 2.
0: And we'll be adding on a special Summer Wars discussion to the end of that, because, why not? It's been, like, suggested. Also, I guess, the true answer to what's coming next... Is we're doing a special episode with try uh, on try, uh, which is coming out this weekend, Sunday probably Sunday evening for us. So I guess Saturday for the rest of the world. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be a thing that's happening. But it's not like it's only going to be a special, and you don't have to watch it. It will be we will be discussing what happens in it. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Try like you haven't seen it yet, you don't have to watch it. And we won't we won't talk about it in the Our War Game episode. We might mention that we did a Try special, but you don't have to worry about being spoiled in Our War Game because we'll be talking about Try in the Try special. These show notes will be linked in the description. And thank you so much for our first and currently only patron, Stephen <laughs> Padamon. You can follow um, Stephen at Stephen Padamon on Twitter. And our opening and ending was Shinka de Guts which was sung by the Digimon Shinkers, and it's a good song, and I like it, and it's very cute. See you next time.
1: See you, everybody.